Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Three Geeks Podcast. We are all back in Columbus, Ohio, ready to chat it up, catch up with Max, and catch up with Scott, whom we haven't seen in a moment. But first, I want to take a quick brief second to shout out our Remake Madness we have coming up in just a few short weeks. We start recording all these episodes. It's a lot of fun, and one of the things I've always wanted from all of these remakes that we do is for everybody to get involved on the internet. So I got two short videos to show our audience of what's going on around the interweb so they can get excited and they can follow all this chatter. Max and I will be releasing ours later this evening. And I am so excited about all the hype and all the, the work everybody's putting into this thing behind the scenes. So I, I just, I got to play these two videos because I think they're great. And I think uh, Mix was particularly great. Here we go. March 29th, 2021, the Remake Revolution, March Madness, Steel Cage, Chamboree, Shindig, whatever they're calling it, <laughs> going to commence. Teams from the past to teams from the present. Johnny's a selfie stick. Collide. <laughs> I have to show who is the very best. Yeah, he does shake a lot when he's recording. Yeah, yeah, he's shaking with rage. Yeah, the steel cage. Everyone's, saying, everyone's talking about how John and Brian they haven't won in oh so long. Have they ever won? Uh, oh, shots fired. Yeah, maybe you know, they, they beat us one time. That's why they made the belts. Oh yeah, that's right. Nobody's Zach and Dylan. They're the top of the heap. They're an unstoppable force. I don't know, man. He's got some work to do with some nobodies. Those guys are great at this. Because we're determined. We're tired of this. We're getting out of the first round. We're going to move on and take back those tag belts. Because they were ours to begin with. They need to come back home. Yeah, only because you made them. So Zach and Dylan, your A game. So we're going to bring our A-plus game. John is such a teacher. <laughs> well, I, I, I think he's trying to get into that wrestling, right? The the promo. Yeah, thing. I love yeah, it. I yeah, love it's, it. It's, it's definitely cool. I mean, big ups to John. I know you, you enjoyed oh. mix mix a little better, Jason. <laughs> but big ups to John for just yeah. getting like, he shots fired. This dude just comes out, goes <laughs> places, all eyes. attitude. Um, I, I dig it. Uh, I, I was one hundred percent down when he started it, and uh, yeah, I, I super. Can we can we hear what he's saying? Hear him, Jay. There it is. Smell you all over. Smell the fear. What you don't understand is you make these videos. You hear the crackle of your voice. See the bead of sweat dripping down your side with fear. The snobs are coming. And on March 30th at 7 p.m. at the Coliseum, we're coming after the can of pears, the can's pears, or whatever they are. It doesn't matter to us. The three princesses. <laughs> the three princesses. Oh my goodness. Man, they both did a great job. And like, oh, I like yeah. how he, he's a snob and like look how he's dressed. You know, like <laughs> it hey, should be a noted man as a competitor. Yeah. 
<laughs> but I am excited because, you know, like you said, John's was good because John's got it all started. And then, of course, you know, when Mick comes, he's got to come a little bit better or there's no point. And just like you and I, Max, we're going to come better with ours later today. Uh, you know what, though? You know what, though? Like, I don't even I don't even want to give these little like I, I, I'm not trying to devote more of my time to that bullshit. Like, I'm not worried about any of these teams. You know what I'm saying? Like. We are proven winners. It's it's, it's not even gonna be a kind like like the battle for second place commences. You know, like like let them let them keep talking shit to each other. It doesn't matter. Like I was, second place, <laughs> I don't mind being a princess. I don't mind being a princess at hey, all. Hey, Princess Leia. Okay, how about that? That's right. I'll just get two bagels and attach them to the side of my head, and I'll come to the game and play like that. Hey, it don't matter. Princess Leia is a hard ass. Like, <laughs> let's not get it twisted. But I'm, I'm now expecting I'm really... bagels, you know. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean you, you, you just promised me this. <laughs> I would like two everything bagels house. attached to my ears, smothered in sour cream. Sour cream. <laughs> cream cheese. Tim says, I'm more worried about the hair on Nick than the eyes. That headband, LOL. Yeah, Tim is actually joining us for the second half of the show today. He will be joining us to count down top five sci-fi movies. Tim is the host of Focused on Ford and of Science... Funny science fiction podcast, both great shows, and he just joined the Scene Snobs Network. So, Tim, we love you, buddy. We'll see you in an hour. But um, that's that's not why everybody's here. Who had the chance to check out um, Falcon and Winter Soldier or <laughs> Justice League? I, I watched both. I Most yeah. dose. It took me six hours to watch the Justice League movie. It yeah, it's, yeah, it's a slog. It's a slog for sure. Oh God. Um, I think I'm going to have a completely different opinion than some of the guys on this podcast, which that's what's uh, fun is having different uh, opinions and conversations. But um, I'm I mean, actually all right, with the all right, Stockholm. Your new name is Stockholm from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with the majority on this movie, though, this time. I'm not with the minority. I'm oh, with okay. The we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I, um, I thought Justice League was by far a much better movie than the one that was released by Joss Whedon. It actually made sense. There was a cohesive plot. Again, I like all the actors portraying the roles, and I, I liked it. I, I'm not gonna front. I liked it. Um, I think we could have done without slow motion. I think Mike said it in his review. I think it would have been a better two and a half to three hour movie. But um, I overall thought it was a pretty solid film. Actually, I haven't seen it yet, and Jason's quick little uh, review there makes me not want to watch it. Bam. <laughs> Bam. Okay. I didn't uh, want to watch okay. it before and I'm probably still not gonna watch it. So don't I mean it's 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 it, it, is, it is a different movie. Mm -hmm. And it is better than what they showed you before. I, I will concede those two points. <laughs> Everything else is is fucking trash. It's still a trash fucking movie. The movie still fucking sucks. The character still fucking sucks. Dude still fucking sucks as the Flash. Like the movie still fucking sucks. Is it better than that other shitty fucking movie that they put out? Sure, but what the fuck isn't? I liked the movie quite a bit, actually. I did. I really, really did. I liked that Superman was just, back I being. Happy to be Superman. I like that the whip, lip quiver was gone. That was fantastic. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they took out the dumbest thing that they put in the movie. Oh, man, that makes it a great movie all of a sudden. Like, I thought, just, uh, let's ben just Affleck forget was, all the other problems with the movie. Uh, ben Affleck was super strong as Batman. Uh, I really liked Alfred. I liked the 
the team up between the group. Wonder Woman was much better portrayed. This would have been a better sequel to Wonder Woman than the actual Wonder Woman sequel we got. I, I again, I like this movie quite a bit. No, it's still, it's still rushed. It's still like okay, we have, you know, we told the story of two and a half of these. Okay, even after like all the Wonder Woman movies came out, Aquaman came out. Even after that, this movie still feels like a rushed movie, like where you understand the you know the the characters a little bit more. Like we've had more information now, so the the Marvel Avengers fucking thing should apply, but it still doesn't. The See, movie, I didn't feel like I didn't feel it was rushed. I thought we got really good character development. So, no, no. I, so you have one extra scene with the Flash, and like they did, no, they did Cyborg much better. I thought yes. Oh, yeah, except for the fact that Cyborg is so wholly uninteresting that it doesn't matter how much time you devote to him. Yeah, you, you hate Cyborg in general, don't you? Yeah, the character sucks. <laughs> yeah, I just, like, I want to caveat that for any listener. Max genuinely hates Cyborg in general. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking, but, uh, no, so, like, with Cyborg, they have more of the scenes where, like, he's in the the computer, yeah. so his mind is, like, you know, walking around the computer, and it's like, okay, so he looks like himself. When he astral projects himself into technology, it was like, ooh, to be awesome. fair, that's to that's how fair. it was in uh, a Young Justice as well. Yeah, no, it's it's fine because Cyborg is the fucking same. But, but I, you I like just Young Justice? Like you just hate <laughs> Justin, Justin, what did you think? It sounds like you fall more in the middle of the two of us. Yeah, yeah I'm definitely in the middle. Um, it's definitely a better movie. Uh, I think. It definitely, I could feel where where Max is right with it being a little rushed, but I think the fact that it was chopped up and kind of melded together with a Zack Snyder's cut, but four and a half hours, man, that that was never going to work. Like that was never going to work in general. I wouldn't go see the movie for four and a half hours. Like this is a theater based release. How is that working? The only reason this works, in my opinion, right now, is because we're streaming it. Did you think it went by slow? I thought it went by fast. Dude, I had, no, I had to take a break. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a, a fine movie, hours. but I had to take a break. I, like, it was I took, a lot. <laughs> I took breaks too because I had to go to bed. But um, well, other than that, like, I could have kept watching it if I had started it earlier. So I thought it just flew by. No. It, it, I mean, it was and, fine, and, but uh, it, it was the he, felt long. Yeah. He had to go to bed in the middle of the day. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was in between time to sleep now. When when something puts you to sleep, that's not you had to go to bed. Like it's the, it's not you know, that's not how it works, Jason. I watched no, I, it till eleven thirty last night. I did really good for myself. And oh you guys know goodness. it's a compliment if I can stay up till eleven thirty. <laughs> it's not a compliment if I can stay up past ten. So the fact that it got an hour and a half past my bedtime is. <laughs> Other ridiculousness. No, like it's still just like not great, you know. And then like just uh, the the bad guy. I thought okay. I thought Steppenwolf was a little. He was definitely better. The one thing I the one thing I liked with Steppenwolf was like when he was talking to Desaad, and the dude's like, "You have to conquer fifty thousand more worlds before you can come home. Like Mm -hmm. that's your punishment." The dude doesn't go to fifty thousand. Planets and subjugate them. Also, I thought Steppenwolf's motives were also a lot more clear in this movie than in the Josh Whedon Frankenstein monster. Devote more time to anything, and hopefully, you understand it better. Like that's just common sense. I did like that they brought up the anti-life equation, though. That was a lot of fun because I don't believe that was in the first movie. If it was, I don't remember it. 
No, and I think it's tied tied to the previous two films a lot better than the last one did. And to me, I'm going to say this, this is a bold statement, but I'm going to state, and everybody knows how much I love the Star Wars movies. This trilogy is far more, far better as a trilogy than the new Star Wars trilogy. That's a bold statement. I'm not a big fan of the new, new Star Wars. I think I, I the think new Star Wars movies are fine on their own, but as a cohesive overall arc, I think they did it better with this. It's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see how it plays out. I think you just made me angry enough that I want to shit. Huh? <laughs> Can you at least turn the camera off? My stomach just kind of went like. <laughs> 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 oh, did you have you forgotten Martha? Do we need to bring that <laughs> yeah. shit up again? I mean, there's hey, no Martha. Martha. Look, look, okay, so they also say I haven't watched it, but they also say that if you watch the the director's extended cut or whatever of of Batman versus Superman, it's better and it makes Martha less bad. This is this is the internet chatter that I've heard. So if you I mean, watch uh, an equivalent of like ten and a half hours of fucking half half ass fucking Justice League uh, movies, then maybe maybe you get a half decent movie. That's that's what the. Uh, so I, mean, I mean, it really emphasizes the problem of them not taking their time, right? It's just like yeah. had you done two hour movies of each character or built it up, you could have spent ten hours individually on character development and then you get the justice league and make me care about the flash that i mean i like barry allen <laughs> as a character and i didn't like that actor i mean he's fine as an individual but i did not like him as the flash yeah um, no, it, it, him in this role is not good he still has that look like he just farted and he's waiting <laughs> on everyone else to smell it see i don't i don't disagree with that i agree we should have gotten a batman <laughs> we definitely should have gotten a batman movie if nothing else there should have been a Batman movie before Batman v Superman. Yeah. But yeah, in a, in, and, 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 and a Superman movie that liked, wasn't Batman. <laughs> somebody who liked the ultimate cut better than the original version of BVS, the Martha moment still sucks. BVS. And everything past the Martha moment still sucks. It's just the rest of the movie is slightly better. And uh yeah, at least this movie, this movie, I don't know. I liked it. I I'm sorry. It just clicked with. You don't have to apologize well. for liking yeah, something. You do, however, have to apologize for saying it was better than than, Star than the Star, Star Wars. Wars. I said, as yeah, an yeah. overall sorry. story, this is a I, better. Yeah, I, I know what you said. With the new Star Wars movies, there is no overall story. They, each movie resets no. itself. But there wasn't a Martha moment. There wasn't a hey, every freaking superhero is going to be as depressed as shit. Well, Snoke was pretty much a Martha moment. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, we had well, okay. Finn. And Rose. I mean, Finn is one of the greatest characters ever put on on page. He's so compelling. I like it when he wanders around like a Capri Sun. It's yeah. funny. Yeah, he's so so compelling and and so so deep and well thought out. Yeah, I don't just like I you don't know think... Superman just wandering around going, I'm sad because I got superpowers and my dad went to go save a dog for some no, reason. Like, this and now he's is... dead. I love that movie, man. Like, like comparing oh, these two movies to me is like it, it, I'm so uninterested in in like tell, at, whichever one's better. So what? You know, like like yeah. who cares yeah. at the end of the day? Like they're, they're not. They're both like not great. No, and, no, I I, and, I agree with that, but I yeah. I just can't see that this this DC thing is better. <laughs> that, that's like, I'll, I'll just sit here and read some comic books and and you know 
just pretend like these never happened. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I, like somebody Jeff said, the Killer Joker too. That that's that's great. Oh oh yeah, the Joker scene. Oh yeah, that that totally made it worth it. The the freaking extra Jared Leto Joker scene. He's so I don't great. Think we needed. Um, He's so hours. great as the fucking Joker. Oh, oh my god! Oh, do you hear yeah, Max being so dead inside? I hear, I hear. I feel Max being dead inside. Oh my I, god! I, Give Jared Leto a fucking Oscar for this movie. It's he's so fucking wonderful. I um I thought he was better in this, but yes, that scene was a waste of time. All better of the than what? Most better of the what? was a waste of time, but um. One thing I want out of this, like, um, I don't need more Zack Snyder directed movies. I felt this was a nice cover. I know, I know that there's a cliffhanger at the end, but I'm fine. I, 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 it was fine for what we got. But the only thing I want to come out of all this is I still want a Ben Affleck Batman movie. I, I do. I think we need huh. a Ben Affleck like older Batman movie. Like, I, I guess he was playing older Batman, but uh, yeah. I. I, I want to see a Ben Affleck movie where Batman is like, I might have to stop being Batman. <laughs> he, um, he did such a good job with this role. Him and um, I'm blanking on the guy's name, played Alfred. Jeffrey Irons. Yeah, Jeremy Irons. I love him and everything. Even J.K. Oh, Simmons yeah. as uh, freaking Commissioner Gordon. That was the only thing I was not like. I, I, I wasn't feeling J.K. Simmons as Gordon. And he didn't do a bad job. Like, He's JK, he's JK Simmons, so he's fucking awesome. But uh I just wasn't I wasn't feeling him as Gordon. I, I thought they could have done a different Gordon. See, I want to see that cast in a Batman movie. I'm down. You know, like, yeah, I, I I can't say no to it. I don't know who you get, you know, that's better to play Gordon. Uh yeah, like, yeah, I, I don't know. But uh, Daniel Day Lewis, maybe? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Since the spoiler alert's up, did we like the Martian Manhunter plot line that no. was kind of interweaved? A, nah, the Martian Manhunter is another character that just sucks. I don't. Well, yeah, what I, I agree. I don't know a lot about Martian Mar, uh, Martian, Martian Manhunter, Manhunter outside of this. Martian movie. Manhunter. <laughs> His I weakness is fire. A caveman can beat the Martian Manhunter. Yeah, yeah. There, there should I be don't... like that Geico. Even a caveman can do it. Like it's just oh. like the caveman <laughs> murdering Martian his... Manhunter. Even a caveman can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yes. I need to um, – shit, you guys made me forget what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, Matt, Matt, uh, Martian Manhunter. Why did he go see Lois? That made no sense to me. Because she's the key for Superman. I get that. They're, they're building up – um, <laughs> what was the bad version of Superman? Injustice? Injustice. Yeah, yeah I saw he's that. Building, he's building towards that, right? So, like, she's the only thing tethering him to being good is basically yeah, what I, I think is implied. Him and his mom. Martha, Martha. Because I think, That's yeah, because there's a clip of like Lois Lane dying or whatever. I think at yeah. some point or whatever, and yeah. that turns him into bad Superman. And uh, oh no, that that's what he was trying to go towards, right? I, yeah, let's go around the horn for uh, Justice League Snyder Cut. I give it a two point five out of three. I had fun. I it might it might be my expectation. It totally could be my expectations. I have there, to watch it. I will it accept again. a two from you and no higher than that. Now, <laughs> I had fun watching it. It gave me, I don't know. I Like I said, I really like this cast of characters together. And I um, it got a 2.5 out of three for me. I like this movie. And I didn't think I was going to. I, I the, the one thing I could have done without is so many slow motion moments. 
I wish that that had been cut down just a little bit. But other than that, that's I like Snyder, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what do you give us, Snyder? That's... Uh, Max, where do you want this film? One. That's not bad. <laughs> For you, that's it's, not bad. It is. It is the best Justice League movie live action that has been put out. I can say that. <laughs> so Even if you're interested, version? huh? Even the '90s version for TV. That doesn't count as a as a theatrical release Justice League movie. What's up, Mick? Well, this doesn't either. This was yes, just... it yes, it does. <laughs> they're, they're, they're really? The, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because uh, they use scenes from the movie that was released, so therefore it's the same movie. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> no this this, this was not version, released theatrically. This version is the best one that you can find. Um, but uh, and yes, it probably is better than that other one you mentioned. Uh, yeah. But uh, it is. Yeah. Uh, one one out of three geeks because it fucking sucks. Uh, I think I'm from the middle between the two of you, so 1.5, 1.75, however math you want to do with that. But I, it, 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 it wasn't as bad as what Max says. It's not as great as what Jason says. So I'm firmly the, the porridge that's just right. right? It's, it, but it's just like I don't understand how 10 dudes in a room can come up with, like, this is the good idea. Like, it, I mean, I guess it was it was all Zack Snyder, right? So like he, he just had nobody like checking him, and he's just like, "This is this is what we're doing," and and, and I love I love this. And did he like, get paid to recut it, or is this just like a was this just well, like a, a a thing? You know uh, what I mean? A passion yeah. project. Yeah, yeah. I think it was probably, a passion yeah. project. Um. Yeah, I'm just like, dude. You, you, how 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 are you letting them rush you into this? You know, so like. You gotta follow the thing. Like, how do you just like? Okay, well then we're just gonna make a Justice League movie. Like, no, I don't want to make a Justice League movie. At best, I'll make a Justice League movie where it's just the big three. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like that would have been better. Yeah, the less characters, the better for when you don't know the characters. That makes and sense. and I mean, like again, I like if I just I don't understand. I don't understand why they had to put these characters in. And and for Ezra, what's this guy's name? Ezra Miller. Yeah. That oh, guy, yeah. like you get, you get like one extra flash scene, or, or you no, know, you get two because he goes and talks to his dad in jail, and that's just like the most. Oh god! I, I do like that they gave the Flash some like level of power, right? Like they they t- kind of took away. Uh, you oh, know the, what I mean? The Flash to me is like the most powerful member, right? Agreed, but they they kind of made it more visible, I think, in this movie. And and but like they also end the movie with time travel. You like it, it's 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 the worst thing. It's the fucking worst. It's bullshit. It is it's bullshit every time. And then and like and then you see where it's like in the beginning of the movie, he's like, uh, yeah. When I approach the speed of light, sometimes time gets wonky. But uh, you know, I just uh, I don't do it. And I'm like, okay, if you could run the speed of fucking light, and, and that's all <laughs> I would do. Be like, yeah, like, ah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go faster than light and see what happens to my atoms. Um, like it's <laughs> it's utterly absurd. And and then like, all right, we're moving on. Time travel, time travel. <laughs> like yeah, so so like they put that there just so that when he time travels at the end of the movie, you're like, oh well, he said he could do that, so that's that, that's totally fine. I did like that he ran out of his shoes once. That was that was a cool thing. Yeah, like, awesome. Falcon he, and Winter Soldier was a thing. He pivots <laughs> and his shoes come off. 
Like, they just rip off of his foot, which is awesome. That was a great yeah. Like, they could have stopped there, and that would have been a, a much improvement on the flash that they gave us. All right, anyway, we got Falcon and Winter Soldier. Let's talk about that because there's two other news articles I really want to get to before 1 o'clock. And um, Falcon and Winter Soldier I had a lot of fun with. Max? Yeah, I dug it. Um, Anthony Mackie, I, I, I'm i not his biggest fan. I, I've never had a problem with him as Falcon because, like, it's not that big of a role. Um, no. He doesn't get a lot of time, you know, so uh, he's, he's totally fine as Falcon. Um, so in this one, I was kind of nervous to see like what, you know, what, what we're doing when he's like, he's the focus of the show. So, but uh, no, it's good. I, I, I dig him. I dig him as the Falcon. I like the character they're, they're, they're trying to create. And, uh, I, I like, I like kind of how the story is going where it, it's, it's like, uh, who, who the fuck is there? Are we spoilers? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, go ahead. Spoiler uh, alert, everybody. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's let's do this. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, this this uh this Captain America that they got they, they drug out. Like, is this dude like no jaw Captain America? No jaw. Yeah, at all. yeah, it's, it's, face. it's the best. Yeah, I uh I don't know what is going on with this dude. So I'm just like, I don't like some sort of super soldier serum. Like, is that it? Like, is this U.S. agent? I, I like the character oh, nice. agent, but uh, you know, like I, I don't know if they, this dude's face is just weird. He's got a weird it's Kurt face. Russell's son, supposedly. Oh God, his his face. <laughs> is it the Punisher? <laughs> he got Goldie Hawn's jawline. Dan, <laughs> what? Did you watch it? <laughs> yes, yes, I did. <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought I thought you wanted me to comment on the jawline some more. Uh, <laughs> it's Berman's uh, Did you like um, it better I'm, than WandaVision? Yes, yes, I did. I actually watched this one and I wasn't angry at it the whole time. Yeah, well, you you didn't ask me what what I would rather watch than uh, uh that Justice League movie. Well, we don't have a thing for that yet, Dan. I'll get one <laughs> oh God week. damn it, man! <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Um, I thought Falcon was fine. My problem is with 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 the Winter Soldier's little storyline. How he, yeah, spoiler alert, I guess. How how he uh, uh, killed that dude's son, and now he feels bad about it, so he becomes his fucking neighbor. <laughs> well, no, he took him out to get <laughs> really, <tricked>. really. <laughs> well, uh, but like he's got he's got other people crossed out on that list. So yeah, he's like an AA person, right? Going back yeah, and just yeah, it just to make it back. That's gonna be a long, long time. A hundred years of doing that. Yeah, <laughs> it just—it just seems oddly ridiculous. But okay, I see. I whatever. I won. The opening sequence to this show was amazing. I liked it a lot, and I, I really liked. Actually, Bucky was one of the highlights of the show for me. I really liked him a lot. And yes, yeah, Anthony like, Mackie Max. Um, I've seen him in. Marvel and then two other movies, and he's okay in the other movies, but yeah, he definitely shines in these Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah, I, I, no, I like, like I, I don't have a problem with with other Winter Soldier character. It's just you know I want to see him like blowing shit up and you know jumping around shooting. Yeah, being stuff. a super soldier. When, when he, uh, yeah, when he, he's got that do-gooder clause in in his thing. So like when he goes to capture that lady, and he's like. It's like, did you hurt anyone? Not, I, I yeah, the three, the three <laughs> yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Be like, ah, <laughs> that was, that yeah, was, like, that was hey. cool. Yeah, that was that was a bit fun. Like nice. when he takes over her car and shit. Like that was that was fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's um, I, I, 
it was a solid first episode, I thought. Yeah, yeah, they're I really nailing that. these TV shows. I like him. And the best thing about this one, there's there's no canned laughter. No, I don't mind sitcoms. I I hate when you make a sitcom and they tell you when to laugh. Like you're too stupid to understand that. That's all sitcoms. Have you ever seen the videos of the the laugh track removed? It freaks me out. Like when they just sit there and wait three minutes or whatever. Sorry, said they're painful. (laughs) They are. They're terrible. Yeah, they're awful. Scott, did you watch Falcon Winter Soldier? I did watch Falcon Winter Soldier. What did you think? <laughs> I liked it. Um, uh, I'm kind of with you. I thought the uh, uh, the Bucky parts were the standout. I wish there was a little bit more because um, the Falcon stuff I found not that interesting. Um, like I, when he wasn't being Falcon, when he's just like, oh, <laughs> when he's trying to save his problems. shrimp boat. Yeah. Yeah. Save the and, and like what? What? So she's like, "Oh, I won't take any of your money," because like I feel like Falcon probably get some, even yeah. like a small amount of Stark money could probably solve like all his family's problems. And what his sister's like, "No, I don't want you to do that." So he's like, right. "Oh, well, we gotta go get a loan." Like I don't know. It's just, it's like, it seems like a problem that shouldn't be a problem considering like his affiliations. And I understand he was like on the run for a while. Um, but yeah, I assume he's two been... phone calls, maybe like well, he knows yeah, plenty yeah, of billionaires. Yeah. He got, he got blitzed too, right? Like, yeah, yeah. So that's the other thing is like he's got like yeah. Like, so what I thought was interesting out of his like plight was that it's like it if you did go to a bank, there would be some sort of oh you were blipped, we can't help you clause because like that's how things would run. So I did mm-hmm. like to see like that kind of like normalcy where it's like oh well if you're a person. And you know you got blipped away. Like the world, they you know like they moved on, and now you're you know you're it's it sucks that you're here. <laughs> like, yeah. So you know like I I can definitely see people getting fucked over in that way. Which brings up the question: If you got blipped, does does the money in in your bank accounts keep compounding interest until you come back? I, mean, I think it would depend on if you were ruled dead or. Yeah, if because then it would go to your off. next of kin or whatever, so yeah. you'd actually have no money when you came back potentially. Well, that's no fun. Well, they mentioned yeah. in this episode that it's only been like a couple months since everyone came back, so I can yeah see things being kind of chaotic, and they don't have like you know real right. policies in place to like deal with these people. They're probably still like figuring stuff out. So if it was like a couple years later and they don't have a system for dealing with people who are just suddenly back, because um, at the bank he's like, oh, you don't have income for five years. And it's like that's because I was, didn't exist for five years. So. Right, right. I can see that happening, and I think it's smart that it's only like a couple months since people came back because that would be a real thing. But yeah, if it's like three years later and it's like, oh, I need a, a job, I'm like, oh, you didn't work for five years, like that. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> well, it would have been it would have been eight years, right? Because if it's three years later, then it's you know, then you, you, you came back into existence and then didn't work for three years, like lazy bum. <laughs> I'm just saying it makes sense in the context of the world why it might yeah. still be like difficult, and they don't have some kind of like policy. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know how you would go back and be like, "Well, you had this amount when you left." <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. That's that's. <laughs> <Uh-oh. my> brain. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just so saying, like, it doesn't make like sense a... that he can't just get money for his yeah, sister's book. I agree. Totally agree. <laughs> hey, it was like in, uh, in, in Spider-Man. Was it Spider-Man? Uh, yeah, where, uh, you know, like, they went back and, like, somebody else was living in their apartment, you know? Like, yeah. you know, those are the, like, situations where you're like, well, what the fuck can you do? You're like, cause I mean, like, okay, if the government was like, yeah, we'll track back to five years and whatever money was in your bank account, we will, you know, like, stimulus to you. That that's hard, you know, but somehow doable. You know, like if there's some way to, you know, they're like, we're gonna yeah. use your taxes for five years ago, and you get this much money if you, you know, claim whatever on your taxes. Blah 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 blah. That's something they could do. So you could have some like some cash within, you know, some of, like a decent amount of time. But like, what do you do when you are renting a, you know, a place so it's not yours, or or even if you owned a place and then it's like, yeah, well, we tore that down. To, to put something else yeah. here because no one was living here. Like, what you got blipped. Take all your stuff. <laughs> oh god, this this is a great season three of uh, uh fucking fucking Iron Fist. It's the you know <laughs> boardroom oh, big tax negotiations. <laughs> that dude oh, has a crazy man. punchable face, though. That new Captain oh, America. Yeah, yeah, yes, he does. Like, I, I think he's supposed to. It's like a solid <laughs> Captain America cosplay, except for his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just take that off. First thing I said. <laughs> the first thing I said when I saw him was like, "Oh, he looks like Casey Neistat." Yeah, yeah, he does. He sure does. What? Max Geekin. That's the name. What? That's the actor name. No, what? What are we? What are we geeking the show? Oh, is what he wants to know. I heard Max Geekin. I was like, is that his name? That's weird. That's a weird name. Um. I will give this one like almost two, one point eight five. <laughs> um, not a two, but like it's not a one. It's what? just kind of like I want to see more. It, 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 yeah, like you know, yeah, he did spend a bunch of time in the bank. Like while the, the theory of the thing is interesting, watching it happen turns out yeah. not so much. You know, like. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's uh yeah so you know yeah it could it could easily go down the road of Iron Fist is the problem like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hot banking action <laughs> like that's tell that's me your APR problem. tell me your APR uh, or maybe I, maybe I've just been you know I've been hurt too many times in my past where's so. my toaster <laughs> um yeah but I I'm digging it I I uh, I give it one point eight uh, almost two. Man, we are getting really okay. fractional with our, our pointing system. Yeah, yeah, right now. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I I like this. I I especially like the the whole Falcon bits when he's like flying through the different helicopters and shit. That was that was cool. Uh, so to go with everybody else, I'm going to go with a two point three five seven. <laughs> We're getting pie. <laughs> a little bit better than two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin, uh, I think I think hey. I live with a two. I think I'm going to live with a two. And okay. I don't want to deal with points and decimals, so I think two is good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and Scott, Scott comes in. What do you got? Uh, I would also go with a two. I think decimals are a cop out. Just you know, <laughs> round up or down. 
And I wasn't going to go with a 2.5, but everybody else God like hates like math. Fractioning it. <laughs> I mean, I, I understand sometimes you're like, oh, it's not quite a three, but I, I think two is too weak. Like, you know, I do think the three, the three point system is a little limiting, I understand, but yeah, just, just you know. Yeah, <laughs> I give Scott's reaction a 2.5. Yeah, I give Scott's reaction a 2.8529765309. Uh, Repeating, of course. Yeah, yeah. Repeating decimals are the way to go. Everybody that's looking or watching, send what did you give it, Jason? Questions. I gave it a two. You gave it two. Okay. Yeah, I pushed with everybody, but um, I want to take a quick second before I get to the last two <laughs> news articles to talk about this fun experience that uh, me and some of the guys had last weekend when we got to meet our friend Stacy Toy and uh, really just uh, bummed around Jersey for the weekend. And we got to meet Stacy's friend Gil, who was freaking great. Yeah, so thank you to Stacy and Gil. You guys showed us an awesome time. But... Um, <laughs> We didn't get to get a photo with Kevin Smith, but so John, we didn't. We didn't. I'm getting no, there. No. So, so John, John dressed as the mayor from Jaws, which is kind of like fishing with dynamite when you're going to meet Kevin Smith because you know he's going to notice you. And John goes into the stash, and Kevin Smith does call John and say, "Hey, come here! Like this, this is awesome! Great Mayor Bond cosplay!" And of course. John got to take a photo with Kevin Smith. We all got fist bumps except for Justin because he was the only one of us that was considerate to everybody else that was waiting outside. And it was left. a large line. I felt. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Kevin came around. He fist bumped us all, and he yeah. he's a lot shorter than I expected in real life. <laughs> I don't know what I expected, but he is a little guy. <laughs> Very nice guy, though. Um, Ernie did such a good split. Uh, a good job on the new secret stash. There's the, great. It was, a, it was yeah. a great, great setup. That's from inside, right by where they were doing the autograph session. And then that is the picture that will haunt my nightmares. And then just oh, like so much. Like the it's only a few, it's only a block down from the old stash. So it's super close, but there's just so much cool stuff. And that's the new podcasting uh, studio that they have that we're gonna go do yeah. a episode from very, very soon. And um, they haven't opened it yet, but it, it I saw pictures of the inside, and it looks awesome. It's actually connected to the Quick Stop. Whose owner is awesome. If you're ever yes. near that place, go chat with him and buy something from him. Yeah. He's, he's a funny guy. You'd, like the guys were saying on the trip, you'd have to be a funny guy to still own that place because of all the schmucks like yeah. us that come into your establishment taking photos. <laughs> I mean. Hey, we bought stuff. I bought it. You got to be pulling. Just like go, Kevin Smith. Like do do the best you can. Like keep my quick stop. Like on the yeah. map. Like, yeah, clerks like, four in the in the works too. Like let's let's keep coming to my store. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. eavesdropping. I heard that clerks three is actually going to be filmed in that original quick stop. Well, there we go. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you know it's like uh, tourism accounts for thirty eight percent of my business. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Buy some candy bars and some pop. There you go. <laughs> That's what I thought was so fitting is the fact that Kevin Smith is putting his recording studio literally next to the quick stop. Like yeah. that is some kind of full circle. Like it's going into the old RST video spot. 
which uh, is kind of so, sad, but you know. Yeah, you should open up but, a video uh, store. That'd be crazy. He should. And that's does he want to burn money? Right. Like what? <laughs> well, hey, you know, you could just sell VHS tapes. That'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> and we went to the record store where they filmed Chasing Amy and Spin a Fortune. Dan yes. more so. I think Dan was in heaven though. It yeah. was it was nice to see Dan that happy. It was, it was a nice, nice record shop. I was. Dan's like, look at this stuff. awesome CD, and we're like, have you heard it? He's like, no, but look at this. Awesome we're gonna CD. find out. <laughs> yes, it's either gonna suck or be be, be great. I don't know. <laughs> either way, it's fine. You're right. But again, I want to extend a thank you to uh, Stacy and Ernie for inviting us out. Next time, Max is gonna go with us when we record at the uh, James and Bob's Mod Studio, and that should be pretty cool. Yeah, that'll be fun. So, and that's the plan for that building, right? Because I think I might have missed that. That like they're gonna let people rent space in that space. In that's that what I. That's how I took it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like a yeah. You can just record and, and get in the attic. I wonder how how long before like a band is like, can we just use your studio to record? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like what it's, it's supposed to be used for. That, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. No, I thought that was really cool. So um. I don't know if anybody knew, but the Time to Kill book series continued, and I'm probably the only one in this group that has read it all. I um, So one of the things I was um, – A Time to Kill is one of my favorite courtroom dramas of the 90s. I think that's pretty <laughs> much the same for a lot of people. I don't have but, a favorite um, courtroom. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's very niche. Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope, I hope they, they burn, burn in hell. hell. Yeah, now say Mm-mm, bitch. Daniel <laughs> L. Jackson. One of the things I was disappointed about by the new books coming out is that I'm like, oh, they're never going to get Matthew McConaughey back. They're going to reboot the whole thing. We're going to get a Time to Kill remake. But that is not the case. And HBO and Matthew McConaughey's track record together has been fantastic. And Matthew, or yeah, Matthew McConaughey and HBO have teamed up to continue the Jake Brigant storyline through, you know, the stories of the other two books. And I couldn't be happier than a pig and shit. Like I am so excited by this news. I know I'm probably the only person in the world that saw this and cheered and danced, but Max knows how much I like the time to kill this. I, um, I, I'm excited to see this character. I feel like Jason should be a lawyer, and he just missed his calling by yeah, like no, no, half an inch. Watch it. <laughs> it's not even his best book. Missed his calling as a court stenographer. That's true. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. True. But he just watched all the action happen. The second book is not as good as the first and third because the second one is dealing with um, winning an estate battle because somebody left. Um, <laughs> yes. So in the second Iron book. Fist. That's the, that's the yes. second book. <laughs> so in the second book, an older gentleman leaves all of his financials to a young black lady that he that took care of him. She was the only one that looked out for him. So the whole thing was about you know his family saying, why does she get the money? Why don't we get the money? We're family. We're blood related. So that's what the second book's about. But the third book is tremendously oh. better, and this series will be set on the third book. Kind of glad they're not doing that second book, at least not right away. But um. I'm just. This is awesome. HBO is involved in making a Time to Kill sequel. Like, sign me up. I'm in. I'm all in. Matthew um, McConaughey. Yeah, I think I read. So the, the second, second book, book is just like Knives Out. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, sounds yeah. like Sycamore Row is what it's called. Yes. With with less murder mystery. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah. It's just and, not and, as and good less as good as acting, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I'm not excited. I like. I don't care. <laughs> this. I don't. I mean, because look at look I, at what they did to the Rainmaker. Like, like you couldn't make that book into a movie, so they made it into an entirely different movie with the same name. They did it with my boy. Matthew McConaughey had another lawyer movie come out like recently. The Lincoln, the Lincoln lawyer. lawyer. Yeah, Lincoln lawyer. Yeah. It was, it was just a, okay or whatever. Like it wasn't even. It's a, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's going to be the exact right. same. <laughs> I don't know. I've liked every one of John Grisham's uh, um, adaptations. Really? Yeah. Really? Which one do you not like? Pelican Brief? Yeah. The Rainmaker? The Rainmaker uh, I thought was fine. I have favorites. Have, have you read the book of the Rainmaker? Mm -mm. Go read that. And then, then watch the movie. Then get pissed off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> making Jason Which one is the one of Tom Cruise? The the firm. I like that one a lot. The firm. Oh, that was stupid. They <laughs> cut out a whole lot in that one. Yeah, yeah. The, the the book. I'm not knocking any of the books. Yeah, I'm just talking about the the film adaptations. <laughs> see, when I uh, if I ever do a remake revolution, I know John's never going to see this, but uh, John Grisham is the guy I'm going to have rewrite my Matlock uh, remake. Oh God. Yeah, that seems right for you. It's on brand. Yeah, it does. And it, it's perfect to bring an <laughs> ex-lawyer to do the thing. Yeah, he, he'll crush it. But that was good news. I was excited about that. But not I'm going to get the guy from Suits to write my Matlock remake because he was in a lawyer show. So why not? <laughs> I am excited that Ace Ventura 3 is finally being worked on. I I'm so hesitant because I love the first two. Yeah, I, I wanted to be. I didn't like the I second would. one as like hardly at all, and the fact that I'm so excited about this when it could definitely be closer to the second one, I'm still I'm still all in. I don't know what this, this is about. This might be really sad. <laughs> it might be really sad. It might yeah. be, but I want it to exist. It can't be worse than Ace Ventura Junior, which well, I saw uh, five minutes of, and Mick actually worked on that movie as a PA. Oh, that explains a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that explains a lot. Um, I don't know uh, if this is more you know, like the first Ace Ventura movie. You know, like yeah, yeah it's crazy and, and zany, but like I don't know, it was it was like more of a a small thing. But like the second one, like you know, Ace Ventura goes to Africa. Like it was, I, I like the first one a lot. The second one I thought was trying to do like, it was way too out there. So if they if they bring it back to you know like. Ace Ventura in a place where he might actually be like I'm, I'm more down for that. Um, yeah. It's the so. same issue I have with Dumb and Dumber 2. It's that um, he was no longer playing Ace Ventura in the sequel. He was playing um, spoof of Ace Ventura in the sequel and that's the same thing he did in Dumb and Dumber. So I hope we don't get that spoofy character. I hope we get the, the really smart guy who knows when to be serious mm. and is also crazy that we got in the first movie. Did you see the same movie that I did? Yes, I don't think he was ever smart. <laughs> no, he was a great detective. Yeah, and he he does. I'm the smartest guy in the room like four times in the first movie. <laughs> yeah, the whole like is He also has a whole. He also has a whole apartment filled with animals and and just like random shit and and like a, a twenty minute rip off of the Crying Game. Right? Yes. Yes. So, I mean... It's everything that made me see it 37 times in the movie theater. I think that number keeps I mean, going up. Not, not really that I don't like... 
I keep changing this number. Ace Ventura, like 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 I do. I also like the 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 sequel. I'm just apparently not into it as much as JT. <laughs> I, I got a movie poster. Of it. <laughs> no one is. There's not a person on the planet who's more into it than JT. This movie and and John Grisham can rewrite it. <laughs> yeah, no. it'll be great. No. I don't want. Oh John yeah. Ace Ventura, the courtroom drama. <laughs> now Keep with more Iron Fist. <laughs> as long as animals the jury, right? There's just a bunch of animals. Like, this, yeah. this yeah. Toucan did not like you. Yes. Oh, Man, I'm, so, I'm, down, I'm down for Ace Ventura 3, though. I, I just hope that he's yeah. not, like, you know, on another crazy, wild African adventure. And he's got, like, you know, like, I don't know. Somebody stole somebody's parakeet. I want the original characters yeah. to return. That was one of the things I didn't like about the second one. We didn't get uh, Melissa didn't return. Uh, Courtney Cox, Tone Loke's character didn't return, and the um, I I'm pretty sure the um, landlord is still alive because he was in Breaking Bad, right? That's the same yeah. guy. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's yeah. Uncle Fucking what's that? To <laughs> yeah, the little bell. <laughs> Bring him back. Let him have a bell in the second one or third one. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. no, does anybody have any topics before commercial? Before commercial? Um, I don't know. I, I wanted to talk to you about the commercial. There's there, there's a little little bit of editing I wanted to suggest to you about, about your Mad Talk commercial. Oh, yeah. That needs to be edited. I 100% agree. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's just one thing. Like It's a solid, it's a solid podcast commercial. Uh, there's just one thing. That I would, it's 10 I minutes long. Just, just to make it, you know. Should I? Should I? I don't want to like blow you guys up, uh, you know, in front of everybody. Should I say Dad, it now? I, I'm I'm okay with you saying it now. Okay. Um, the part where Jason's or um, John is like, Jason, tell us about the email. Just cut that right out. Just like go uh, to you yeah, yeah. what the email is. <laughs> that, that's the only <laughs> thing I would say. Hi, Justin. I'm sending that to you in just a few moments. Um, get right to work on it. I'm not um, going to go into details about the who, what, where, when, and why, but I do want to talk because just because it's it was a fascinating process. So I had my first experience with Hollywood negotiations, and let me tell everybody out there that it's intense. Hopefully, it's in buildings too. Very intense, right? <laughs> just the word. Just the word. I, I see what you did there. I know. I know. Just bad. It's intense, especially when you want to be friends with everybody in the end. So you got to try to find that happy medium. And I think I think we did it. And I can't wait for everybody to see this project. It's coming very very soon. Uh, produced by Justin, John, and myself. So definitely check it out. It's gonna be cool. Everybody's gonna. It was love a lot it. of work you guys did too. So like, let's not forget yeah. that. Like fucking. Mm -hmm. Justin did all the work. I'm, I'm impressed with all of you. I just <laughs> showed up. Justin did the work. <laughs> it was a lot of cutting and then moving of lines of, of timelines. It was Justin all good. Justin is a, a video editor just like Mozart. No, it's not true. That's not true. You did better than we did. You actually watched three YouTube videos. How, how low is the you. bar? <laughs> it was fine. It was good. <laughs> the bar was pretty that's damn it. low. It's, but not, still, it's yeah. not Justice League movie low, but it's... <laughs> yeah. It's like did John you, and I watching take the first ever first child, watching Justin work. We were just like, Justin, how did you do that? 
wow, Justin, you can do that. And Justin's like, guys, I just watched a YouTube video. Watch yeah, the like, YouTube video. Like, the next time. Like, you should know this. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> this is amazing. How did you do that? I just hit the delete the power, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, first, was, first, you plug it in. That's what you had yes. to do. Again, watch, that that comes watch out, the video, that's not guys. A <laughs> yeah. Either way, it was a lot of fun to do that stuff with everybody. It was, it was fun to learn some stuff. All right, everybody, we'll be right back after this. Talk commercial, take five. Hey, Jason, have you ever been accused of a crime? I have not yet, John. But if I ever was, there's only one man I would call, and that man is Benjamin Matlock. You would be right to do that because he's a guy that can Does certainly freeze your name of oh, any accusations that come your way. It doesn't matter, man, if you're accused of, say, I don't know, murdering your ex-husband live on your TV cooking show or using a pair of scissors to stab your business manager to death. Or maybe, maybe you sneak into your landlord's office and off him overnight during the Christmas season. Matlock can get you taken care of. And you know what? He's also a dude that is the subject of a pretty cool podcast called Matt Talk. Right, Jason? Yeah, he is. And uh, I'm so glad John just aired out all my dirty laundry. But um, it's great to know that when I stab my landlord or I you know, commit any crimes, I can call the one man. And that, that one man is Benjamin Matlock. That's right. And you can check out our podcast called Matt Talk every second and fourth Monday of the month. It's available on all of the podcasting platforms, including Anchor. Just go to anchor.fm slash Matt Talk. And it's available through the Facebook page. Of course, that is at Matt Talk Podcast. And uh, you could check out every single episode when they drop. And real soon, real soon, it'll be available every Saturday at noon through the Scene Snobs channel. Just look for it. Scene snob, the scene snobs, excuse me, on Facebook or the scene snobs.com. Jason, tell them about the email and the Twitter account, please. You guys can email us anytime at B N M A T T A L K at gmail.com. That is Ben Matt Talk at gmail.com. One more time, Ben Matt Talk at gmail.com. Email me. Let us know what you Let think of this commercial. Email. Please email us. us. We really like episodes. email. We have some great interviews with Lori Lathine and, um, Linda Pearl and Scott Valentine and a ton of other great episodes. And by the way, check us out on Twitter. We just got on Twitter at Matt Talk underscore podcast. And so, ladies and gentlemen, check out an episode. And as they say in court, nothing further. Hi, I'm Casper. And I'm Becky Gremlin. And we're the host of Don't Fuck With The Original. We are a spoopy horror podcast that pretty much covers everything under the genre. We cover haunted locations, we cover true crime, cryptids, movies, anything you can literally think of. We are all over it. Everything spooky. On Wednesdays, and why? Wednesdays are for podcasts. Thanks, guys. Hey everybody, it's John Orlando from the PBD Cast. Are you wondering where you can find my podcast? Well, it's real simple. Just go over to pbdcast.com, the online home of yours truly, or it's available through all of those major podcasting platforms. Just search for it in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, iHeartRadio app, and don't forget that every single Monday night at 8 o'clock, 
I do a live broadcast of the week's episode of the PVD Cast through the Facebook page. Just go over to Facebook.com and search for at PVD Cast and join me every Monday night at 8 p.m. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to get on out of here. So I'll chat at each and every one of you later. What's going on, everybody? It's the Scene Snob, McManhattan, and I'm here to tell you guys about thescenesnobs.com. We're a channel of variety, comedy, entertainment, geek-related, sports, the whole nine yards. We cover almost every genre. We have so many great shows to choose from. We have shows like the Scene Snobs Podcast, BTB Podcast, The Guapo Show, The Sports Snobs Podcast, The PVD Cast, Jeff Dwoskin Presents Crossing the Streams, the Three Geeks Podcast, The Fandom Effect. We probably have the only Matlock-based podcast called Matt Talk. And we're introducing new shows all the time. We have new shows coming up like The Ear Hustling Podcast, Carpool Shenanigans, and of course, From Some Nobodies, Twitching Upstream, and Talking Upstream. So come on, check out thescenesnobs.com, enjoy it. And please leave feedback. Like, follow, subscribe us, and just let us know what you think. We love to have all the interaction. So I, again, am the Scene Snob Mick Manhattan. Check out thescenesnobs.com. You can follow us anywhere on social media at the Scene Snob. And we will talk to you guys soon. Take care. Three, two, one. I'm Gunnar Quaylen. I'm Jenna St. Clair. From churchofsecrets.org. You're listening to Jarm, Dan, Scott. Max and Jason on the Three Geeks Podcast. That was close to the actual lineup we have today. Except for yeah, the- I was about to say, holy <laughs> shit, is this really like legit right now? Almost. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I got, I got a little excited there. I was like, oh, who are we missing? And uh, yeah, oh. John, I forgot. Yeah, swap the Jays so out. I just need so, to ask them to make some more, like Max said, just one for each combination. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be so terrible for this. Like, all right, I guess I'll do one They're like every that'll combination. Thousand dollars. <laughs> Wait till we get to the point with all of our we can, we, can, we can just take that audio and 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 have Justin just like scratch out one and and, and, <laughs> just, and like any <laughs> other over it. It's like yeah. just get a recording of each name and then we just stitch them <laughs> yeah, together yeah, yeah, in whatever yeah. combination. <laughs> can you oh, imagine? We're going to uh, need to line up a week beforehand just to get that all ready. Yep. <laughs> it's That'll fuzzy. Then I just won't show up. Ben. Steven. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's just all the people it that won't have sound not like that. that it'll, it'll, it'll sound like a, like a ransom letter, you know, like, like, <laughs> like how you just get a part. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, um, yeah. She'll be like, Philip. <laughs> what do you guys think of my new uh, camera, my 4K camera bod? It, it looks exactly it's, the same. It's nice. Yeah. It looks great. Doing great. No. It looks very good. You can see my beard hairs. Oh, Why yeah. is wow. that the basis? You said that to me yesterday. Why is it the basis of your body? <laughs> because that shows how good the camera is, Justin. Does it? Does it really, though? I mean, <laughs> you can see my beard hair. I, I can't read the stuff behind you. So, oh, God, there's two Scots now. Why? Double Scott. Scott Amazing. Oh, there we go. I, it like disconnected <laughs> for a second, and then I came back in, apparently. And one of I these is a pod person. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Among us.
Uh, why are we putting like, like, our guests? Pointing between the two Scots. Like, which one do I shoot? <laughs> <laughs> Say something that only an Animaniac would know, Scott. I got to know it's you. Uh, so uh, Justin and I invited somebody to come on next week as a co-host on this show. That's we Sherry. did an interview with her. And she was absolutely, yeah, Sherry Nelson. She was absolutely so much fun. Justin and I thought you guys would love her, so I put a rush on having her on. So next week she'll be joining us, and you guys are in for a treat because she is awesome. She is, she is a lot of fun. She is. We talked to us for – we could have talked to her for hours. Huh. Hey, Tim. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, man. Uh, Max and I have done a show with you, uh, with Mick and stuff, but uh, the other guys haven't. So, Tim, uh, meet Dan, Justin, and Scott. Yo, hello, Dan, so Justin, and Scott. Hello, Scott's here. He's just not apparently here right now. He's yeah. shy. <laughs> he's, he's, he's shy. Somebody new. <laughs> it's okay, Scott. I don't bite. Hard. I met Tim at AA. We were in a support group together. You know and, what? Uh, you know Biters what anonymous. You know what that second letter stands for, right? The, the second A? Uh, be anonymous, man. <laughs> you promised. You were the worst sponsor yep. ever. Yeah, he's basically Alfred in all the Batman movies. <laughs> but uh, uh, before we get into our top five sci-fi movies, uh, I want to talk to Tim real quick. Tim, tell us about your podcast, Funny Science Fiction and uh, Focused on Ford. Sure. Okay, so we'll start with funny science fiction, since that's the reason why I'm probably here today. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, unless you guys have some deep backstories that you'd like to talk about, uh, you know, not character driven. Uh, no, so um, so funny science fiction, uh, it's an interview-based uh, podcast with me and my two co-hosts, uh, Nick and Kathleen. And Kathleen's our, our newbie, so she's uh, she's only done a couple shows with us, but she she's a little spitfire and she adds a lot to our show, so we're we're very lucky to have her. Um, but yeah, so what we do is we, we've been talking to a lot of different content creators, writers, directors, so forth. A lot of the same things that a lot of other people do. Uh, our, the difference with our show and that I like to think with our show is that uh, we don't take anything too seriously. Uh, we try to find what's funny about sci-fi, even if it isn't inherently funny. Um, so, uh, you know, even with the movie Dune, as bad and as awful as the, those movies were, uh, we try to find humor in the fact that Sting uh, made it onto camera and he had bright blue eyes. So, uh, you know, there, there's lots of different things that you can find funny about it, uh, about different sci-fi. Uh, we're also very much of the anti-gatekeeping community. We, If you like a certain movie, great. If that's your fandom, awesome. It doesn't mean I have to like it or, you know, but I'm not going to tear you down for it. If you like it, great. I love the fact that you love sci-fi. I love the fact that you love superheroes. You know, uh, I'm not the biggest Star Trek fan in the world, but that, you know, I'm, I'm more in the Star Wars camp and uh, OK, I'm I'm not more into it. I'm firmly in the Star Wars camp. Um, <laughs> you, you can be diplomatic. We'll, we'll allow it. You don't have to. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. I'm like, no, yeah. it's OK. Uh, I'm actually as far, I'm, I'm more of the cast off in the Star Trek uh, fans in our group because I actually like the J.J. Abrams version of Trek version uh, better than I do. Yeah. I mean, uh, what Star Wars fan doesn't like Star Wars? It's, it's right. totally fine for you to like Star Wars. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, but yeah, so that's that's funny science fiction. So we have people on. We we talk to them. We ask them a couple serious questions, a couple silly questions. 
um, you know, try and share some laughs, have a good time. And at the end, we uh, we play a little quiz with each one of our, our guests and try and send them away with, well, no cash, but some prizes. Um, because we'd have to make cash first to give cash. So <laughs> the, the age old struggle. <laughs> Fair the joy of being a podcaster, doing it for the love, not for the money. So, I mean, unless you're Joe Rogan, then you might be doing it for both, but I'm not him. So, yeah. uh, and then there, okay. So then there's, uh, the, the, my podcast that did join scene snobs recently, that's focused on forward. And what that is, that's based off my own personal life issues. Um, uh, my own health issues. When I was in my mid thirties, I had some issues with my heart. Uh, I had to have a heart procedure and, uh, but majority of this, of the, the impetus for starting the podcast was, uh, behind the issue with my daughter in 2019, my daughter spent 97 days in the hospital. 33 of them were in ICU, um, with a condition called Guillain-Barre syndrome, something that we had never even heard of until the doctor said, Hey, by the way, this is what your daughter has. No kidding. Uh, so we had to go do some research on that one, which, by oh, the way, kids. <laughs> yeah, there's. Yeah. So, by the way, kids, if the doctor tells you about a, a condition that your your family member has that you didn't know existed, maybe don't Google it right then and there. That's a really bad thing to do. Um, you know, have a, maybe have a better discussion with your doctor and get a little bit more information. Uh, so but it, the, the name of the show focused on forward stems from our mantra while she was in the hospital, because that was what we were doing. We were focusing on moving forward. There were so many things that we could have looked at the negatives of things, but we decided that in that instance, we needed to be positive. We needed to look forward to the things that were upcoming and how we were going to move forward with our lives past the point of getting out of the hospital. Uh, especially because this is an autoimmune uh, issue that she'll have for the rest of her life. She's not getting rid of it. It's like a bad tattoo. Um, so yeah. Those yeah. Anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, um, and so we, we've, uh, I've had the pleasure to talk with now about 45 different people. Uh, I think I'm, uh, this Friday, uh, upcoming Friday will be episode 44 or 45. So somewhere in there. And, uh, you know, 45 people have shared their stories with me of, of what they've overcome in life, whether it was cancer, uh, whether it was, you know, uh, alcohol issues, drug issues, whether it was, um, you know, whatever it may be, whatever they had to overcome. And so it's it's uh, it's really inspiring to me to hear these people's stories and what they do in their life and how they move forward and, and everything else. So that's focused on forward. And you can find it on the scene snobs starting April 2nd. That is awesome, man. Uh, Tim and I, we got to know each other back in January. And Tim, you've been a huge supporter of ours. And I thank you very much for that. You're always sharing, awesome. giving advice and Aww. so forth. And I love the community that we've built in podcasting. You, yeah. Nick, myself, and just everybody else that's involved in that group, Jeff the Walkskin, Stacy Toy. We've been really there to help lift each other's podcasts up. And it's showing in my numbers, so I hope it's showing in everybody else's as well. But um, Yeah, I think so. But we're here to talk to you guys about our personal top five sci-fi movies. And the awesome. reason I came up with this topic is I was watching RoboCop. For the first time in a long time, uh, it's not on my list. But what? When I uh, when I was a kid, which Spoiler, was not, it's not on mine either. Robocop movies was when I was a kid, except for the remake. I saw the remake recently. But when I was a kid, I saw the RoboCop movies. I loved them all. I did as a kid. I loved all of them. Now watching them as an adult, the first one is the only one that's good by any yes. stretch of the imagination. <laughs> the sequel is awful, awful. I haven't watched the third one again. I'm watching them with my son. I thought the remake was pretty good, to be quite honest. But um, again, that first movie is so, so good. 
I'm going to try and channel some of Tim. Like, if you like it, that's great. But the yeah. new RoboCop was awful, Jason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't, however, argue for uh, part two. It, it did have some fun stuff in it. It had some funny oh, stuff, but I don't know if it was I, intentional. I did appreciate how <laughs> no, Dan was no, like, no. like, like when, this is when third they made grade the math class. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they'll, they'll, they'll just blow right by me because because uh, whatever but uh but no no when they're when they're trying to make the new robocops and they're all just, just like like you know killing themselves that's hilarious <laughs> i i do like your positivity scott and i'm gonna say one more thing and see how positive you stick around through this Uh-oh. star trek discovery is great He's, he, we just lost Scott. Scott's gone. He's, yeah. he's, just trying to, he's just trying to get it right. Then. See, I told you, positivity wasn't going to last long. Jason killed it. The way our top five work is, is we'll go to Max. Max will give us his number five. We'll go around the horn, and then the next, we'll get to Max again. We'll start with our fours and go around. If you have something that somebody has higher, that person will ask you to hold on to it. We'll save the discussion until we get to when it's higher. And I am excited. I'm trying to pick movies that not a lot of you guys, I think, are going to have on your list. So, uh, my Max, what's your number five? I'm going to let you go first. My number five is The Matrix. Good pick. Solid yeah. pick, yeah. I, I it, it blew my mind when it came out. Um, it was like the one movie that like everyone was talking about, but no one could actually tell you about. And uh, <laughs> I... <laughs> I really dug like it's just the whole that whole movie going experience. I don't think has ever been repeated for me. So like that's uh, it, it like holds a special place in my heart for that. And uh, also you know it's a, it's a decent kung fu movie. Uh, <laughs> it still holds uh, up really well. I know yeah. kung fu. Yeah, I know kung fu, and uh, we get to see some uh, some cool sped up stuff. <laughs> yeah, I revisited the Matrix recently. There you go. The last time I had saw The Matrix was before I saw Reloaded in theaters. And Reloaded ruined it for me so much so that I never went back. Until, again, recently, I watched the first one. And I'm like, holy shit, this is awesome. I kind of want to watch the sequels. But I stopped myself from watching the sequels because I remembered my experience before of seeing it in theaters and falling asleep 45 minutes into it because nothing was happening. (laughs) I'm I'm not gonna go back to the sequels. I will check out the fourth one when it comes out. But um, oh, something was happening. You were snoring. That's what was happening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, uh, Dan. Reloaded was my favorite one. But oh, oh. <laughs> sorry. I'm glad you have okay. That, I'm, There's I'm, been too I'm much thinking... agreement. I'm glad that we're finally back to disagreeing on most everything. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's fine. Man. That's, just, that's um, a little too much Kim Kumbaya on here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's been real consistent. Me and Jason have been agreeing on things. It's been getting yeah, bad. Yeah, that's not <laughs> you know, that's not good at all. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm doing like my my five ones that you guys probably won't pick because if I did my five favorites, they'd be just the general five favorites. So uh, number five is Event Horizon. That's a great one. I thought about putting that on my list. It didn't make it, but yeah, yeah I, I thought about putting that on my list. I have not seen I it. it. I mean, I mean, I I enjoy it, but but I mean, you you asking me if something's good might be wrong. I don't. <laughs> no, I think it is good. Um, I, I, I I enjoyed it. It's it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like bro sci-fi with like horror. It. Yeah. Dan, we're not too far yeah. off. When I, I mean. If you like a movie, Dan, typically I like it too. The only it's the newer yeah, stuff but, that we don't agree on. 
but you normally yeah, I like I don't a think lot I've ever seen that one I do. Like your 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 like spectrum is much wider than mine, JT. It's because I go into the movie wanting to like everything, so I find reasons. Yeah, to well, like I, I do too, and then I don't. <laughs> then Horizon's got Lawrence Fishburne and the dude from Jurassic Park, yes. right? Yeah, Sam Neill. Yeah. yeah, and and Sam Neill playing a bad guy is always fun. I've seen that movie. All right, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Well, there the conversation. Was it good, JT? <laughs> yeah, it was. I haven't seen it in a while, okay. but I saw it with my friend Jeffrey Torres in high school. <laughs> And now we've come full circle. Justin? <laughs> um, I think for my number five, again, I'm trying to skirt the well, – I don't think you guys will pick, but I, Mad Max Fury Road. I really enjoyed that. I think nice. All right. Good, yeah. That's, good. That's, a, that's a weird – I don't really know if I consider that one sci-fi per se. Fair. It almost made my list too, but I was like, yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know if it's really – But I, I think it's – if you put it on there, I'm not going to complain. No, yeah, I, I you was can remove that close. one, please. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> <laughs> not sci-fi enough. <laughs> it's got a lot of sci-fi DNA. Yeah, yeah. that is yeah, also I mean, my number five. Popular choice. <laughs> yeah, Mad uh, Max Fury Road was mine too. I love that movie absolutely. I I need to go back and rewatch it in black and white because they released it in black and white. And I I'm all for the gimmicks. Like I watched Logan in black and white, and I was like, yeah, black and white. <laughs> Uh, what a spectacle! That movie is like yeah, shining chrome, my guy. Shining chrome and crack and speed, like all <laughs> all mixed up into one. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Fury Road's awesome. It was a fun flick. Scott, what is your number five? Which number Star Trek five. five Star Trek movies did you pick, Scott? Actually, okay. So I, I will preface this list by saying I left off any of them that I had on my top five horror um, <laughs> films because that was there's a lot of sci-fi in that, and I tried to stay away yeah, from Star yeah. Trek and Star Wars and like event like Marvel movies or something. So I tried not to because I figured those would uh, muddle things up. Um, my number five is District Nine. Oh yeah, Ooh, good flick. I enjoyed that show. one. So, yeah. um, watch that again, honestly. Yes. Super, super solid. Um, I revisit that movie a decent amount, at least once per year. Um, <laughs> Sorry. That's <laughs> one um, person. He's coming after you, JT. <laughs> yeah. no, District 9 is like my the only one of that. Uh, what, Blomkamp's? Yeah. Um, yeah, Neil Blomkamp. The only one of his movies that I actually enjoyed, like, just yeah. through and through. It's not like, or I just. Anyway, yeah, there there are pieces of like Elysium and Chappie that I like, but oh, like I don't like either of those movies yeah. like as a whole the way I like District right. Nine. Yeah, yeah. And I, from yeah. what I understand, they're releasing a District Ten, just FYI. Oh, that's sweet. Oh. Yeah, he's been talking about doing that for a while, but he's like, I don't know if it's over the right time. And I yeah, I, I read something the other day that it's uh, he's gotten more serious about it and is actually going through the process of of actually creating it now. So. But Although after seeing yeah his other movies, I don't, yeah, I don't know if I want. I don't... <laughs> Maybe just leave it alone, bro. Maybe just good. Walk away. I. It would have been yeah. It would have been cool if like, you know, if he was doing his own universe. You know, like all the movies were in the same universe. I know that like, that might be kind of interesting if you like tied it all together, but. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I need another movie from this guy. <laughs> like, I, I will say, 
Because I think Chappie came right after District 9, right? That was the second no. movie? No. Oh, no. Came after, yeah. Is it flipped? Okay, so he's yeah. getting worse then. Because I was like, yeah. oh, well, if it was Chappie, then Elysium. At least Elysium was well, better than Chappie. Yeah, but it's like, okay, like he made District 9, and he made that movie for no money. And hmm. everyone's like, oh, my God, look at like, this dude. He, he came out of nowhere. He made this awesome movie for no money. So they gave him a bunch Ooh. of money to like, get Matt Damon in there and get some good CG Matt in there. Matt Damon. Um, oh, hey, Mike. Yeah, fucking Buckaroo Bands. Bon- I love Bonsai. Buckaroo Banzai. <laughs> yep, for sure. <laughs> uh, I've not seen any of it. <laughs> we miss you, Mike. And it technically uh, has RoboCop in it. Yeah, then then Elysium didn't do so great. So then, like, they gave him like maybe a little bit more than District Nine budget for Chappie, and then like it's got the most <laughs> CG out of all he, of them. So he ordered a crappy rap group with that money, and I don't know what happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will say his his designs hold up across all of them. I love the oh, designs yeah. of like the technology and stuff. Like the story's not there, but like all the like technology and like the guns and the robots and stuff, those are consistently interesting and cool. Yes. So give them that. I agree. One hundred percent. And he did make oh. District Nine, which I like a lot. So you know yeah. like, you can't take that away from him. We can Tim, try it. Tim, what is your number five? <laughs> all right. So my number five is it could be looked at as more of a comedy than actual uh, sci-fi, but it talks and touches on two separate sci-fi movies inside of it. Uh, and that is the movie Fanboys. Uh, hmm. okay. If you've never if you've never seen it, I strongly suggest that you do. It's all about uh, a group of of fanboys who are anxious to see uh, Phantom Menace episode one. Um, they just didn't realize how bad it was yet. And uh, but they're going to go from Ohio to Lucas Ranch and steal a copy of the print. That's the be- that's the theme of the movie. They run into a lot of Trekkies along the way. There's a lot of of uh, uh, anti-Trek jokes in there, so if you're a Star Wars fan who doesn't like Trek and you think that stuff is funny, you're really going to get a kick out of that. Um, but there's there's a, there's mentions of Willow, there's mentions of Indiana Jones, uh, a lot of different things uh, throughout that movie, and a lot, a lot of Star Wars references. George Lucas kind of opened up the uh, the vault and said, here guys, do use whatever sound effect and visual you want, here you go. Um yeah, there's there's just a ton of really cool stuff in that movie. Very Star Wars themed. I need to see that. I have yet to see that. It's one of my. Yeah, I've it, heard of it. I've yeah. never seen it. Yeah. I watched it years ago. I really liked it. I been think a while. Do a fanboys too, where they they go to see the the new trilogy? Like, are they trying to <laughs> get the print for the new trilogy? They could have done so much with Finn, and then they did it. <laughs> but it's also it's, it's also partially written by one of my favorite authors, Ernest Klein. He did Ready Player One. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, Ready Player Two, Armada, a few other things. Uh, so Ernest Klein was one of the screenwriters for that. Um, so the natural tie-in for me. Awesome, I like that pick. On uh, my five was Mad Max: Fury Road. So Max, what's your four? Uh, my number four is uh, Transformers: The Movie, the the animated one from. Uh, <laughs> I was about to get really worried. I was like, we get to know his whole No, list. no, not not Michael Bay, not that. If it was the Michael. If it was the Michael Bay version, he would have had to say trans explosion, former's explosion. Um, Megan Fox. Yes, (laughs) Megan Fox. Slow motion. Slow motion running Megan Fox. Explosions behind her. Yes. Explosions. 
Um, yeah, so Transformers, the animated movie. Uh, this movie is like the first movie that made me cry. Like, uh, I watched it as a kid, and Optimus Prime dies, and, and I lost my shit. Um, it, was, <laughs> it was it was not a good scene, and I was like, "How did how did they even do that?" <laughs> that was something I just didn't even think was possible. So so it kind of like uh, you know like uh, I learned some things. I was like, "Wow, you know your heroes can die, and all these things." And uh, yeah, that was a very transformational movie for me, and uh, it's one it's my it's my number four. Transformational. Right. <laughs> I like what you did there, Max. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Man, then where are we at? Oh, Max is gonna love this. Uh, number four, Judge Dredd. Hey, Stallone. Not Dredd. The the Stallone Judge Dredd. Which yes, one? I am the law. <laughs> and I'll tell you one. <laughs> one. They did a really good job with Mega City One. I, I thought it, it looks pretty cool. Secondly, um, Rob Schneider, right? No, the the, the other guy, the bad, the bad cop guy. Um, I I forget his name in that one. But, oh my god, uh, I, what's that dude's name? Um, is that Armand Asante? Yes. Because that dude is just like chewing scenery all over the place. It's it's it, it's brilliant. Like 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 I'm law like It's the greatest acting thing ever. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's I, I like did he's that. Playing the Joker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. In a in a, in a, in a non DC movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but oh yeah, I would equate but, uh, his, yeah. his performance to Jack Nicholson in uh, in the '89 Batman. Yeah, yeah. The reason I, I didn't like Dread so much, the later one, was that a it's the same movie as the Raid, and b you don't really see much of the actual city, which I thought was a lost problem. You know. Yeah, I, I think with the with the budget, they're like, we can make this movie, and if you keep it, you know, like in the in the bottle or whatever, um, then we can have better effects, you know, for for what we're doing inside the you know, for the action sequences. Um, well, just like Judge Dredd, like the comics is a hard sell to like mainstream audiences. So I understand why they like yeah. focused it on something that was a little more grounded in reality without getting into like the mutants and all the other like weird stuff yeah, that the, eventually the call me Kenneth robot. With. That, that yeah, they got a little bit of the it's psychic so stuff, but not too much. Oh, I kind of understand. It also has Expensito in it. <laughs> and and you 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 can't really have a sci-fi movie without. Yeah, him. it does. Yeah, it does. You're right. <laughs> so my number four, I kind of flip-flopped between four and five for my list, but it was Ex Machina, just because it made me feel Save so it. uncomfortable. Yeah. Save it. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Then I'll save my number four. On to you, Scott. <laughs> uh, my number four is <laughs> my number four is Moon, directed by Duncan Jones and Stanley right. Samuel. Oh. Yeah. Um, I really like that movie. That's another movie that I just, it was just like the, the trailer looked weird and I was like, okay. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I, again, I revisit that movie a decent amount. Um, it's, it's just such a cool setting and, and premise. And I know they, I think there's a sequel on Netflix, like a quasi sequel that wasn't uh, received too well that I haven't watched yet. I'm going to get around. Is that well in it? I think he's like, he has like a cameo, but he's not like oh, the main character or anything. Yeah. But it's Mew. like the same world. Mew. Yeah, it's called Mew. Mew. 
um, the main character can't talk. Huh. Oh wow, that's uh, so. Yeah, I, have, I haven't yeah. seen it. <laughs> um, I know. Yeah, I remember hearing reviews, and they're like, "This movie sucks." I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I love talking. Sam Rockwell though. Moon is a solid flick, but I love Sam Rockwell. Yeah. That dude can do anything. And uh, that was back when you know Kevin Spacey wasn't a super a weird horrible human being. Yeah. Well, no, he was. <laughs> we just didn't know well, okay. about him. He was, but it wasn't common. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, and I. <laughs> there you go. But I, I think Gardner's. No I think he's a cool. He's a cool robot. I know it's it's a little tougher to watch movies with him in it, knowing that he's a scumbag. So. I don't know, that's Except for seven, one, he fits right in. Yeah. <laughs> right. <that's> <laughs> <laughs> Never thought about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they get him in the end. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> John Doe is the upper hand dude. Tim? All right. So uh, my number four is the awesomeness that is Flash Gordon. So All right. I love Flash what? Gordon. I love everything about it. I love its campiness. I, I love its horrible dialogue. I love the bad special effects. I <laughs> love, and I mean sincerely love, Queen and the soundtrack that adds to the movie. Um, there's so much that's bad about the movie that it makes it good, and it's just, <laughs> it's just, it's a really bad but good sci-fi movie. That uh, it's one of those things I put I put on in the background and just let it play sometimes. Uh, and I'll walk around the house as I'm I'm doing chores around the house or whatever, and I'm mimicking the lines to the movie because I like it so much. It's just, it's one of the constants. Nice. I have not seen Flash Gordon yet. I met Sam Jones, though. If you can get Sam Jones on your show, Tim, you need to. The guy is a fantastic Actually, human we're, being. Actually, we're, we're talking about it right now. Nice. So. That, he, he's, um, a, he's super cool. That guy, I, I, we, we got to meet him at a con. And I know it's not really meeting somebody, but he was like genuinely cool <laughs> the whole yeah, time. I, I talked I, to him a little bit ago, and he was supposed to come on the show. Uh, but he was in the middle of moving, building a new house. All that kind of stuff. So clearly, uh, he had a lot of time on his hands, and uh, so I, I told him that we'd reach back out in a couple months and and check with him. So, but uh, we're hoping that that he's still going to be able to make it. I did a con with him in Saudi Arabia, and um, the next day, everybody's complaining about Sam Jones. I'm like, what's going on? They're like, he sat at his booth until five thirty in the morning, which means they have to stay and wait, signing autographs oh. for every single volunteer he would not leave until everybody had an autograph and i think that's just fantastic i think that's, that's awesome a huge like indicator of somebody's character because he doesn't have to do that he could have been like shatner and left for the hotel two hours before the con even ended like right? he didn't have to be sitting there right. but uh no uh, he is a great guy we got to see him do impressions of hillary clinton and trump and it was fantastic and <laughs> he is amazing he's like the furthest thing from his dead character too because he's a, actually a very religious man, too, which yeah. was a little surprising when we met him. Because, you know, you have the Ted image of Sam yeah, Jones. It also <laughs> makes Ted funny. Uh, that's what we call a paycheck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was telling us that one of his most request things, people want him to come and do blow with them. <laughs> so you that. No, I don't, I don't do that. Careful, Scott. You my uh, my number four is Terminator Two. Good pick. Good pick. I, I also I, Mike. I, did we talk about Mike's number four real quick? That he commented. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. before we get into Terminator. There you go. Whoa, I'm no, just no, saying no. Was, that, that was a runner up. That was a runner up for uh for mine of those. Yeah, Dan yeah. says save it. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. Ooh, oh, I, so Terminator 2 is one of the greatest sequels ever made. So I mean, it, like I said, I was trying to get away from a lot of the popular picks, but I couldn't leave this one off the list because this is a movie I go back and rewatch again and again and again. Some of the CG doesn't hold up quite as well, but it, it's still a really solid sequel. I think James Cameron. I think if whenever a sequel, a franchise needs a sequel, I know this was his, but he also did Aliens. They should call James Cameron to make the sequel because the man knows how to do a sequel. The dude advances the industry. Like when he makes movies, yeah. like <laughs> he advances the industry. Like, uh, oh, yeah. did you need a better camera? Did you need like a, a better camera on a submarine for no reason? Like, I'm James Cameron. Like, <laughs> James Cameron does what James Cameron does. And until Dark Fate, this is the movie that all the other Terminator movies were chasing because they were all just remakes of Terminator 2. And this movie is fantastic. Yeah, it's at the bar. Chief remakes of Terminator 2. Yeah, the Terminator 3 is literally Terminator 2, just with a female protagonist and or villain. And then, yeah. Max, what is your three? But, oh, oh. Go <laughs> but, but Dark Fate is, is basically Terminator 2 with with uh, uh smushed with with Halloween, the the, the last <laughs> sequel. So I mean <laughs> I like. I yeah, thought they did some but, cool stuff. But it's Arnold also not made by, by James Cameron. It was only like endorsed yeah. by James Cameron. I enjoy James franchises. I, I'm just arguing that it's still Terminator Two. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. It, I, I, it. It wasn't as bad as all the other Terminator Two. Re- no. so it's the best no. Terminator Two remake that we have, you know, on film. <laughs> like, like, Terminator, whatever the hell it was, John Connor is the Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, everyone's a butterfly. All these things happen. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, what are we on? My number three. Yep. Yes. Okay. Uh, my number three is the Fifth Element. Nice. Oh, oh, I was so just supposed to put it on my list. Oh. I love that movie. Well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Tim's got it. Okay. Hold up. Yeah. All right. Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. My number three, The Lawnmower Man. I had never seen this movie. I've never seen it, but that seems like a <laughs> oh, new movie. Wow. I, I'm glad you wow. love this movie, Dan. I haven't seen it in forever, but I'm glad you like this movie. I, I, I like this because I, I, I love the terror that computers and virtual reality like like it it had it had like a terror hold on people in the in the 90s like like you know it's it like oh this is horrifying new technology my god <laughs> and it, it's just I mean the lawnmower man is is what that is plus it was a very cool SNES game so. <laughs> Nice. It's a, yes. a flurkin. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, Justin? Um, yeah. So I think my number three, I, I really enjoyed Live, Die, Repeat. If we're going to go things my common path wouldn't do, but I, I had zero expectations for this movie going in. That's I, thought was, I thought it was going to suck. And then it just was much better than I thought it would be. Instead, you could see Tom Cruise die over and over again. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. something you're into. Yeah, for sure. You just got to stop watching the movie when he stops dying every three seconds. Like, I feel like after that, the movie's just not as good. 
I love that movie too, Justin. That was a fair. Yeah. I had to skip it. I had to skip it. It had Tom Cruise in it. I had. <laughs> I have a. Is there a Scientology uh, bend? Yeah. No, it's a. <laughs> I think Tom Cruise sucks, and I can't understand why he's an actor bend. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. Fair. Fair. So you could read the original book, though. So it's okay. <laughs> but I think that is like a big strength of the movie. Is like if you tank, if you hate Tom Cruise, it's a great movie to watch because yeah, he's just getting he killed. Dies. <laughs> he dies like eighty-three times in that movie, and it is worth it to watch him just get in like horrific blocked. ways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll find all a highlight ways, video for him. Like, like they pretty much gathered up all the ways you've thought about Tom Cruise dying, and then they just display them for you. Um, <laughs> So I need to write the studio and thank them is what you're saying. Okay. Yes. Yeah, like after after the point where he stops dying, like we're gonna say per capita every three minutes, then uh you you don't have to watch any more movie. Yeah, once they Fair get enough. into like the farmhouse. Imagine your own guys a couple times in the farmhouse. Imagine your own ending. Yeah, or, or or don't just you just sit there with all yeah. the thoughts of Tom Cruise dying and, and don't worry about anything else. And the rest of the movie's fine, but yes, the first half is definitely Superior to the back half. I do agree with that. Scott, three. Solid. All right. Uh, where's my list? Uh, my number three is Sunshine. Oh, okay. cap it. All right. Oh, man, we're getting into the nitty gritty now. Yep. Uh -oh. Nice. Tim, what's your three? I see. I even tried to like do like deep cuts. I was like, I'm not going to yeah, choose yeah, like yeah. super. <laughs> I didn't know that everyone did and like, hit our own notes. Yeah. Well, I'm going to flip-flop my number three and my number two because my number two is the same as Max's number three. So let's talk Fifth Element. All right. I I love right. this movie. Um, what's the director's name? We have a professional director. That one dude. <laughs> Luke Besson. Yeah. What? Luke Besson, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this is like a passion project to his and uh in like like I love all the the just like the art design. I love Chris Tucker in this movie. Um, <laughs> Chris Tucker was great. Like, Chris Tucker was perfect. There's just a lot of awesome things. I mean Mia Jovovich, obviously it's a Mia Jovovich movie, but like a good one. Yeah, it's the best one. <laughs> the best one. <laughs> whoa, 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 she was in cuffs. This is the best Mia Jovovich. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to follow Cups that up with an argument. Resident Evil Six or something, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I like how Jason has her IMDb page up and like, no, no, wait, she was in this movie too. Yeah, yeah, yeah she was. But this <laughs> like, is scrambling to find him. He loves watchable Mia Jovovich movie. <laughs> so it's oh, hey now. One of the things I love about the movie uh, is is the willingness to go over the top on the sci-fi tropes and it's not just that they you know that there's flying cars but it's the way that they do that it's not that that mcdonald's is futurized in this but the way that they do it uh, there's all these different things that are, are you know the aliens and how they're brought into the the movie and, and everything else there's so much of this that's been done a million times before in any sci in any sci-fi movie but this movie was willing to go you know complete the arc go over the top um and have fun with it and, and still pull it off. Um, plus, I really like Bruce Willis as an action sci-fi star. And I think he does that genre very, very well. So, you know. Yeah, uh, and, and there's yeah. a lot of funny moments. There's a lot of just genuinely, like, a Gary Oldman as the bad guy. Right? Yeah. Uh, Big body <laughs> 
Oh man, the goofy like a countdown from ten. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the opera scene, like, there's so many just like great scenes, but you know, I love the fifth element. It's just one of my yeah. favorite movies of all time. Yeah, very very I solid. So I, I heard something about the fifth element that actually even kind of made it more interesting to me. Um, and I, I, you know, I'm, I got this from a pretty reputable source is that, um, so there's a guy on TikTok, his name is Mike Corey, and, uh, we just interviewed him recently on funny science fiction. He's got a show called props to history. Uh, so yeah, he's got, he's got a new podcast coming out. Uh, he's only done a couple episodes of it. Uh, but it'll also be called props to history. And so he talks about movie props and things that movie history and all this kind of stuff. And he's a really cool dude and he's got an awesome TikTok channel. So if you haven't followed him, go check out props to history. You're going to love it. Anyway, he talked about how that role from Chris Tucker was originally designed for Prince. Oh, I and, see that. and then how Prince huh. at kind of, at I think the last I've heard that before minute, actually. And mm. Prince kind of backed out at the last minute. So they said, well, who else is about the same size and could pull it off? Well, body shape, Chris Tucker's the same size, but he's he's much taller than Prince. Um, you know, most fourth graders were taller than Prince. But, uh, my man rocks some platforms in his day. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, but so they talked about how, you know, who was the person who could probably carry out the eccentricities that was going to be required to play Ruby Rod. And so they were like, yeah, Chris Tucker. Uh, yeah, this is like I don't know what what I like more is, is it Chris Tucker in this movie or Chris Tucker in Friday. Um, <laughs> I, I, I love Ruby Rod. I, I, the, the whole scene with every scene with Ruby Rod is, is just awesome. When Ruby um, Rod shoots the alien, I laugh my butt off every single time. Coca Cola, Coca Cola, Coca Cola. Is he dead? Yes, yes. That's a really bad. Yeah, that's a really bad Chris Tucker impression, but yeah, that was it. Uh, Silver green. Silver green. Uh, the, dude, the dude trying to rob Bruce Willis in the hallway. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm a human popsicle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, sorry. Fifth Element is a great movie. That's, that's, I think we should all agree that Fifth Element is a great movie. Yeah, Jason great show. Yeah. number three. It was Edge of Tomorrow. So, Max, what's your two? Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> Wait, what? They're the same oh, movie, Max. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Live, die, repeat. All right. Um, yeah. Wait, yeah. hold on. Go back, to, go back to Mike's number three. Until the end of the Until world. Until the end of the world. Sci-fi um, road movie romance that's five hours long, but more impactful character story than Justice League. Winky face. Yeah. Fair. I've not seen oh, it. I took a dump that has more character development than Justice League. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You tell Max's fandom is true. I can see a face in this one. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh. Number two. Are we on number two then? Yeah. yeah. I have. Oh, that's my. That's Sunshine with the sky. Uh, good okay. choice. Good choice. Okay. Um, got, what a go. solid flick. Um, this is just like a cool. Um, I'm trying to think of like like what do I want to say about it because it's like it's just so like kind of different. Um, I like how it's just like oh we need to do this mission and you know we got to save the sun and so it's just like kind of a slice of life up until like kind of the the last third of the movie when the the movie kind of switches and it's like kind of a different movie. 
Um, but I enjoy the, the stuff up until that. Just like, yeah, um, which I didn't like the first time I watched it, and like rewatching it, I don't mind it as much. Um, but I, I enjoy just like everyone's just kind of hitting on each other's nerves, and like the stakes are kind of low. Um, you know, they're just scientists going to do this mission, and you know, then once things start getting serious, yeah, the movie definitely definitely switches, and it gets a lot more serious and dramatic. Um, I, I especially like the stuff where they go over to the other ship and they find, you know, the the derelict ship that, you know, they no one knows what happened to it, um, and it like makes sense why they go over. Like a lot of like sci-fi movies, like um, like Prometheus and stuff. Like when things go wrong, it's just because they're doing things like that don't have a logical reason for them to do them. <laughs> um, but this one, they're like, you know, this technology is experimental. Like if our payload doesn't work, we should go over and get this ship because you know it's better to have two payloads right. um, than just one, you know, so it like makes sense in, in terms of the movie, like, oh, we're, you know, we need to you know, get, get a second chance just in case this fails. Cause you know, there's no third try, you, right. know, <laughs> you know, if we don't succeed, the world's going to die basically. So yeah, I enjoyed that aspect of it. Uh, yeah. I like, I like that, you know, like they're, they're doing this impossible mission where it's like, the people who went had to pretty much figure that they were not coming back. Like, like there's no, you know, like when, when you think about them getting on each other's nerves and stuff like that, like, like, do you think you're going to go park your ass next to the sun and not die? Like, that's, <laughs> oh, that, that was interesting to me. But uh, this movie, like, let me know that Chris Evans is a solid actor. Like, I, because mm-hmm. I don't kind of see him do, like, funny things. You know, in his first few movies, and then like he made this one where he like his his character has a lot of range, and uh, I, I, I mm-hmm. really dug it. Um, so yeah, there's like a, just a lot of good things. Have you? Sorry, in, in Chris Evans saying, "Have you seen Snowpiercer?" Because I'd almost made my list, and he I was cool. Like Snowpiercer. I like Snowpiercer, probably for all the reasons Max doesn't like it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I want to like it. I mean, it's it's very popular, and, and, and but I, I just don't. I, I don't get why people like it. Sure. I, I love that movie. Uh, I haven't actually seen it in a long time, and I haven't watched any of the TV shows. But... It's nothing like the, the movie, if that makes you okay. any opinion. On actually, I feel like Snowpiercer has a lot less range for Chris Evans. He's kind of like... He's one-sided. I'm just saying, but different than Captain America. So. Yes, right. Yeah, he does. He's like, yeah, he. he makes all fun. Yeah. For sure. Um, I think Sunshine has a more like human take on in this until like the very end. He's kind of just like the badass, like fit dude who's like you know leading the charge until the very end, and then you get more of his backstory. Yeah. Sunshine, um, I think he's more of just like a a normal dude. <laughs> Um, awesome. sometimes, like, sometimes a great like I love the effects. I thought like you know everything's good. Like a solid cast and uh, yeah. uh, Killian Murphy. I loved ever since this movie. I already liked him from Twenty Eight Days Later, and then I saw this, and I was like, yeah, I'm all, totally on board with whatever this dude does. <laughs> I, no, he's made like did you see Red Eye? He was not good. Enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have not. So maybe um, that's why because I only ever watch his good stuff. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Red Eye was not good. I was gonna say that was more of an issue with the story than the actor. Yeah, yeah, that's true. 
But uh, yeah, he's been, he's been in some bad stuff. That was dumb. Like, yeah, he doesn't, can, he doesn't knock them all out of the park. You can you can only put so much polish on a turd. Yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, like that's. But he took the money though. <laughs> he took the money though. Uh, I can't okay. argue with that. Dan, what's your two? Yeah. Uh, Dark City. Because it's awesome. Also, uh, <laughs> I love the way it looks. I, I love the cast. Um, I, I love the concept of just messing with people and making them like like different people every day to do whatever the hell you want with because you're a scary guy that just goes sleep. And they do. <laughs> it's right. It's fun. This is another movie I haven't seen in a long time. And, and you, you should I really see it. Really liking. I, I need to rewatch it, but I remember really liking it. Yeah. So. All right. Mike says his number two is Blade Runner. All versions, bored as fuck. Harrison Ford voiceover is my chill Sunday afternoon jam. This is a movie I have not seen yet. I love the voiceover version of. It's my favorite reason that I haven't seen it. I just haven't seen it. And I need. Fix that wrong. Jason. Do you watch all the versions simultaneously? Is that is that what he's talking about? All versions? Like like does he have like nine screens and he's watching <laughs> just like the Matrix yeah, yeah, of the yeah. Blade Runner? <laughs> <laughs> Justin, what's your two? It takes I a really long like... time to vacuum his his place. <laughs> 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 I think my number two, and it, it's more of a comedy, but Idiocracy. I love okay. that movie. Yeah, it was just, it's just so funny to me. I, that is oh, a man. great pick. I didn't even uh, think about that. Like president Camacho and the whole thing. Yes, oh, I just Eric love Cruz it. as the president is the best. <laughs> and then them, them giving Gatorade to the crops. Oh, my God. I just I die with that movie. That's every what plants crave. <laughs> <laughs> Their only source of water is toilet water. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> water helps things grow. Like in a toilet. <laughs> God, I love that movie so much. <laughs> and it's just like, nice. but that's one of those movies though where it's like it makes you sad because like you see it happening. Like, oh, yeah, no. I mean, they definitely took some uh, some yeah. liberties and did what's going to happen. Like, a lot of people have babies. And I'm just like, well, they made a movie about this. Like, how are we still doing it? Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah no, Idiocracy is a good pick. I, I don't know if I. Yeah, There's time travel. It's not, it's I mean, it's in the travel. future. What, what more do you want from me? The, yeah, it's in the future. Yeah. <laughs> it's not time travel. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, we'll, we'll count it for sure. Um, if you keep going, you're going to rule out my number one. So stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we're not, you know, we're not ruling nothing out. Like, um, I just, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's so funny that you don't think about it as. Yeah, no, for sure. Also. For sure. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, Scott. Upgrade subplot. Amazing. <laughs> um, uh, I was at a toss-up for number two, um, and Mike said Blade Runner, so that was one of my options. So I'm going to go with the other one, uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. Nice. That's my uh, two. Is, is my number two. Um, it was, yeah, it was going to be on here. Um, but yeah. Great movie. Uh, definitely a slow burn. So if you're not into, like, just long sequences of like spacewalks where then it's not, they're not even like fixing the thing. I just love the sequence. He's like, he just gets in the airlock, 
goes out and most of it is just him traveling to the equipment piece that he has to fix and all he, yeah. the only noise is just his breathing like i i kind of dig stuff like that just like that super realistic depiction of like space travel and how it would actually be um, right well, but there's a lot of other space. stuff like definitely things happen you know lots of there's definitely, what movie like, did you pick i'm sorry i didn't hear the, the title oh uh, 2001 okay thank you yeah. Uh, Max's comment is directed at you. Idiocracy is a world of people who gave the Justice League a one. Well, we didn't know that, Nick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm that was. But uh, you know, it's. I, I guess I just had to rename everyone Stockholm then, like. If you are so <laughs> beaten down by bad product that you think that this is good, then you know what? Like, I'm sorry. I don't mean to try to like poo poo on your parade, but but the, the, the new Justice movie, Justice League movie, sucked. Like, it's, it's not good. <laughs> Max, so, you, Max, you're 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 stepping all over 2001 talkie time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that is. Uh, he put the thing up. He put the thing up. It is also my number two. I didn't see this movie till last year, and I had a tough time getting past the apes at the beginning. But then Aww. I finally it's like sat down 10 and minutes. watched it. Apes are fun. I know. Yeah, I know. Gorillas. There's That's a reason it's it. there. <laughs> I get it. I get it now that I've seen the whole movie, and this is a testament to everybody out there. Watch the whole movie. Um, it is a really solid science <laughs> fiction movie. 100%. If you can, if you get the opportunity to see this movie in 70 yeah. millimeter, you should 100 yes. percent. Um, I yeah, have the opportunity, you get the opportunity to see it at, anything in 70 millimeter. Go ahead and do yes. it. Yes, <laughs> but but 2001, I think it, it like really showcases like the strength of that format. So you know what, mm -hmm. Justice League uh, reshoot is my number one. So let's just go right into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh God. I liked oh, it, man. It's nowhere near my top 50. <laughs> Tim, uh, what is your number two? All right. So my number two, well, so Friday night on, on Funny Science Fiction on our live, we, we talked about our top three favorite science fiction movies. So uh, and I've already flipped around two and three. So my my number three um, is a tie. Originally, I, I talked to, on, on our, our live about how much I love Endgame. And, uh, and you know, how important that movie is to sci-fi history, all the things that that tied together, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I'm going to talk about a different one more than, than that. Uh, it's a Disney movie. It's a cartoon. It's animated. It's called Meet the Robinsons. It's, oh, it has time travel. It has autonomous robots, autonomous killer yeah. robots, nonetheless. Uh, it's just a great show. And... Uh, it has some of the best quotable lines in it that you're going to get out of out of a animated sci-fi movie, um, <laughs> especially when you know the there's a talking T-Rex because he's wearing the little bowler cap, uh, you know all that kind of stuff. You know, just wondering how thought out this plan was. Exactly, I got a very <laughs> little arms. So yeah, uh, I started watching that movie when my kids were little, and then my kids grew up, and I'm still watching the movie. Uh, <laughs> it's a long movie, like, man. No, let's watch Meet the Robinson. <laughs> yeah, if you thought Justice League was long, dude. <laughs> My oldest is twenty-two. I mean, come on. So, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, Meet the Robinsons, really good show. Yeah. Um, it's got a lot of basic sci-fi tropes that it uses throughout it, and uh, but it does it really well with a, a family-friendly setting and and humor. Nice. I really like. Uh... 
Justin and Tim's picks just because they were out of like left field. So yes, <laughs> Max number one, the big one, <laughs> Justice League. No, Justice League gotta be it. No. It's uh, a six-way so tie. Justice Max League. Max is actually yes. Justice League. Yes. The Snyder Cut above all else. <laughs> Dark um, side. He's like Justice League 2017. I'm old school. <laughs> yeah. oh, so fuck the original. Oh, yeah, I'll take yeah, a four-hour yeah. H. Ventura 3. They want the to Whedon Cut uh, is obviously the superior movie. But... Uh, <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Uh, my number one pick is uh, Children of Men. Nice, good call. Right. Good I've not seen that. Uh, it's either. a real good movie. <laughs> not um, it's super depressing. Yeah, it's super depressing. But it's a it's a premise that I just just warms the cockles of my heart. Um, and how many Xanax do you have to take to be able to watch the movie? That's and what how I'm many cockles? <laughs> this is like a uh, this is a promise Neverland thing for Max, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Like, yeah, what yeah. if what if there were no more children? What if children just stopped Five being born? Greatest premise of a movie ever. I would have gone a different way with it. It would have been Utopia for those who are left. But uh, <laughs> Max <laughs> hates kids, by the way. <laughs> I, was, I was picking up on that. Yeah, uh, it's it's a but it's like a really good movie. It's very compelling. Um, Clive Owen does a very good job in that one. Clive Owen is great in this film. Some of the like the like the cinematic things like we were talking about James Cameron advancing the industry like like they have the longest single cuts in in the, I've I've seen in some movies and it's like very intricate very hard to do so like I just got mad props for you know everyone involved because like the movie is is very well done on a bunch of different levels um, yeah, Julianne Moore is in it um, there's a bunch of good people in it uh, freaking Michael Caine. Michael Caine and uh, Michael Caine. <laughs> Michael Caine. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a solid flick. I, I yeah, it is depressing. So like, you have to be in a mood to watch it. But um, you know, or like like wait until you're way up, and it'll bring you down a couple notches. Like don't don't watch it when you're down because you don't want to get you don't want to get any lower than that. But like, uh, but yeah, it, it is a very very good movie and. Uh, yeah, I, I love it. It's it's one of my favorites. Um, so it's my it's my number one for right now. <laughs> and so we have to do another oh, sci-fi number five. <laughs> Dan, my number one is the the antithesis of why the ending of your movie shouldn't have happened. <laughs> Max, okay, <laughs> A Clockwork Orange. Okay, oh, that seems right. That seems right up your alley. Yeah, <laughs> what is it about the yarbles in that one? What's that? What is it about the Yarbles in that one? Yarbles? Yarbles. Ah, uh, yar. Anyway, never mind. Maybe I'm thinking of <laughs> But uh, I like the dystopian future. I, I like the way it looks. I like that they, they got rid of the last chapter of the book. <laughs> so, uh, so he'd be still not healed. It, it makes me happy. It probably shouldn't, but it does. I remember watching that movie as a kid. As a teenager, <laughs> yeah. and going, how high was he when he made this movie? I didn't realize <laughs> there was a book at the time, but I'm like, somebody was ripped when they made this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, I, I picked this one because I couldn't pick Caligula for a sci-fi movie. There's <laughs> <laughs> just no way to make it work. <laughs> but that's that's going to be a remake revolution at some point. I'm going to just be Caligula. stargating Caligula. Oh Clyde. boy! Yes, <laughs> mark my words. <laughs> Justin, I can just see Dan at home last night thinking, "All right, Caligula, I got to make this work for science." <laughs> he has like a whole like chart with red lines going across. Well, okay, okay. So, so you 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 could take this, the 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 Star Trek one with the ribbon, which Malcolm McDowell was also in. Okay. <laughs> oh God, generations. <laughs> you can you can somehow turn to Malcolm McDowell. From a clockwork orange, shove them through that, and you got Caligula in space. If you listen very carefully, you can hear Dan stretch. Scott, Generations is my number one. So, for my number one, I couldn't get away from one of the mainstream movies, right? I, I, I set Star Wars and Back to the Future aside, but I, I had to throw in Aliens, or Alien, rather. I, I really enjoyed the first one. Yeah. I almost picked that as my number one, and I was like, I got to get props to Children of Men because I don't think it's going to be on the list. Yeah, no, it's a good call. Yeah. It's a good call. But yeah. I know I all this I, tried, I left my horror picks off, or else this would have been. No, that makes sense. Too. Yeah. Yep. Flight of the Navigator. Maybe. A medieval no, not flight of, of the, <laughs> <laughs> the Concord. I love flight of the Concord. All of a sudden, I'm sitting here listening to Beach Boys in my head. Yes, yeah, come and get one of the yobbles. <laughs> oh, no, God. All right, yeah, Scott, super, number super one. Awesome. Mm -hmm, for sure. My number one. What is Justin? You got anything else to say? No, no, I, 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 my thing is, I didn't want, I knew everyone loved it, so I was like, I'm just going to throw this out there and yeah, be, be done yeah. with it. But yeah, go ahead, Scott. All right, that's fair <laughs> enough. Um, my number one is Arrival. That's good. 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 That mm -hmm. is good. That was almost on my that, but... Probably six for me. I love that movie. Yeah, that would get honorable. Arrival is a movie that if, if someone says, uh, that like there's no good new sci fi, this is like an easy one for me to like, bring up. Um, yeah. I love this movie so much. Um, uh, I think it was on Amazon Prime for a little while, and I, I think I watched it like once a week after I like I saw it for the first time, and I was like, "This movie is so amazing! Like everything it does, it's super incredible." Um, I I just love the whole like figuring out their language. I, I like movies that try to do realistic depictions of like contact between humans and aliens. Like that's why District Nine's on this list. Um, nice. Just because I. Like, it's everything's like it's like something goes shitty, and it's just because humans are like mistrustful and you know quick to violence and stuff. And yeah, I, it's like so heartbreaking. Like these soldiers are like, man, let's kill these aliens, you know, and mm -hmm. you know, ugh, it's it's just so great, and it's very like emotional, just on a lot of different levels. Yeah, um, especially uh, Amy, like Amy Adams gives like this incredible performance. Um, yes, like, like you need to be sad about something that hasn't happened to you yet, and you know it's going to happen, <laughs> but yeah, but and you, you still but decide like, to go through with it. Like, ugh. from when she started learning the language, she started like experiencing her whole life all at the same time, and you know, so it's like mm -hmm. even though you knew like how terrible things would make you feel, like you still go through with them, and yeah, like it's 
Yeah, it's like a Doctor Manhattan sort of like conundrum where he's he's able to like mm-hmm. experience his whole life at the same time, but like, yeah, you know, it like the the present is happening right now. Like, so it's kind of like sort of like you can see in the future because he's experiencing his present <laughs> in the past, but also he's still got to do the things that he he's doing in the present to to you know yada yada like that. So I I like Arrival for for that. Like when she learns the language, you figure out that. Like all the, the the shots of all this crazy sad shit that's happening is not happened yet, and she's experiencing her whole life, you know, just through learning this language. Like that, yeah, that was pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. And yeah. the best part is, is that not once does she mention Martha. So <laughs> that was that was, that was a detriment name. to Max. That was her mother's really name too. So, so you <laughs> yeah. think that she would have said something? <laughs> Everyone's mother's name is is Martha. Max Man's plane's arrival. Nice. I'm just like amazed by like it, it's a very interesting thought. Like just that that whole if you can your all of your time at once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then Max mansplains his um, explanation of arrival. <laughs> the mansplaining of the mansplaining. We're going to double down there, buddy. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Tim, what's your number yes. one? All right. Super so great. if you think that I'm going to do a top five pick of sci-fi movies without a Star Wars mention, you're out of your mind. Um, uh, so my favorite movie of all time. It doesn't matter what genre movie it is. It's Empire Strikes Back. Yes. Uh, so okay. any any mention of sci-fi, any mention of, I'll put that up in a comedy movie. I'll put it in a romance. I'll put it in a dramedy, a dramedy, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Empire Strikes Back, in my opinion, is the best movie that's ever been made, and it's it's got everything across the board, and I, I just love it. So for me, is it, that's an easy pick. It's a no-brainer. It has to be on there. It has to be sure. Empire. Awesome. That's a good pick. That's a very good play pick. And uh, it yeah. looks like max planning is the new term that we're going to use going forward. Oh, I'm starting a new podcast. I will max plan any fucking thing. <laughs> and then uh, Mike says honorable mention is Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. It's about a grown man that rem- remembers events that happened when he was a baby and or not around to see those events and he hates garbage. <laughs> it's <day>. true. <laughs> no, no, no. You said garbage it wrong. <laughs> Although... You you could put the the Silent Night Deadly Night where where, where he comes back with his brain stuck in a in like a, a weird little you know Tupperware thing on the top of his head because that's that's more sci-fi. Yeah, it's I, I could have gone with Cool World. That was a great movie. We found out what happens when a human and a doodle make it, and or we could <laughs> could have gone with Catwoman. But um, no, you couldn't. I'm not but sure I that's sci-fi. Same route as uh, Scott. I. There's a sci-fi movie that was made within the last probably 10 years now, and it's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's probably in my top 10 movies of all time, and that is Ex Machina. I love this movie. I could watch this movie every day, um, and it has nothing to do with my crush on Alicia Vikander. This movie is fantastic. I I love movies where the good guys don't win, and um, uh, in I think the good guys do win. Oh, it depends on uh, how you look at it. Yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> Annihilation, another movie that I really liked, and a lot of people don't because they got what they wanted, but they didn't. 
but they did. Mm-hmm. They didn't. I love that movie. But um, Oscar Isaac is sweet. That movie. Um, yes. John Mel Gleason mm-hmm. is like that was his first movie, wasn't? No, he was a Weasley. Yeah, and he was in. He, uh, did, stuff before, well. yeah, he did stuff before here, but yeah. Okay. But uh, this is the movie where I got like, it, you know, sort of like Sunshine with Chris Evans. Like I'm like, oh shit, this dude is like really, really good at acting. The movie is solid. The cast is like three people, and they all bring their A game, and it is, it is a really good movie. If you have not seen it yet, check it out. Check out any of the movies on anybody's list. They're all solid picks, even Cool uh, World. They're fantastic. The reason I keep bringing up Cool World is because it just got added to Amazon Prime, and I'm really excited to watch it again. I haven't seen it since the 90s. You're you're like, oh, yeah, you know it's the best sci-fi movie? Matlock. That was the best sci-fi movie. Everybody was Matlock the sci-fi movie. I'm not crazy. Matlock's not a movie. It'd be a good sci-fi show. Get ready for for depression with 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 Cool World. There, it's. I mean, I might as well just watch Monkey Bone as a double feature. <laughs> I have not seen Monkey Bone. Yeah, go have fun with that. <laughs> I, I like everybody's picks. Again, I want to thank Tim for joining us. We're actually going to get out on time today, ish. Uh, Tim, where can everybody find you online? Uh, so, if you're interested in finding out more about funny science fiction, check us out on uh, the good old Twitter at, uh, at Funny Sci-Fi. You can find us on YouTube as well uh, for our YouTube channel, uh, Funny Science Fiction Podcast. And you can find uh, our, the audio version of the YouTube show on any of your favorite podcast destinations like Apple, Spotify, Google, what have you. Fantastic. I want to thank you so much for joining us. Thanks uh, you for having find me. Tim and I in the chats of almost every single Scene Snob show. Go to the scenesnobs.com or check it out on Facebook. Chat with us during the shows. <laughs> uh, the Scene Snobs podcast on Tuesdays at 9 has been fantastic. Uh, the Jeff DeWoskins show on Wednesdays, there was a little bickering back and forth on that one over Punky Brewster. It's fantastic. So check that out and all of the great shows on the Scene Snobs. Check out the Three Geeks. Go to threegeeks.ninja. I'm going to work on revamping the website because we're not really doing written reviews right now. So I'm the best website of the internet. Threegeeks.ninja. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram and everything at Three Geeks Podcast. We're on all the audio and our audio. Downloads, everybody that's been contributing to that, thank you so much. I didn't know switching to Libsyn would have this much of a change in our listenership. So I want to thank you. I want to thank everybody in India who's come through full power on supporting our podcast. People in Malaysia <laughs> and Russia. Yeah. We're we're worldwide now. Like we it's great. I just want to take a second, to, if we're thanking people internationally, I just want to thank the fine folks of the country of Israel who apparently made uh, sci- funny sci-fi like number two for like three weeks. All so, right. you know, so we were the number two podcast. I'm like, I'm like, that's just a joke in itself that we're number two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're number two. We're number two. So, anyway. You never want to be number one because then everybody's gunning for you. But being number two or three, that's a pretty good place to be yeah i mean it went quickly downhill but we were number two for a couple weeks <laughs> yeah I mean, like, you can't say it didn't happen that's right you can't according take it away from me according to uh, podcastnotes.com or something listener mix sent it to me we're in the top five percent yeah i mean top five percent so that's still like um, out of eight hundred thousand podcasts <laughs> that's true we're in coming the- for them but you're coming for so nobody's doing it across the board. 
Tim's IMDB ranking is through the roof. Where are you at with that? Are you still beating Jeff? Uh, well, I, I don't want to put that out publicly because I don't want Jeff to get any any excitement. But uh, he, I think he's above me again. I oh. went up. I went up really. Oh. I, I was in like the, the. I was like at one hundred twenty thousand on the, my star meter on IMDb for a little bit. I was like, yeah, check it out, Jeff. And now I'm down to like uh, I think two ninety something. So I got to make my IMDb page. I have not done that yet. But everybody out there, have a great day. Cycle your droids. I was wondering if that was coming. I, I went a little too fast. I don't have the closing credits pulled up yet. So just give me a quick three seconds. I'll give you a topic. Indeed. Discuss amongst yourselves. A chickpea is in her. Very McClempton.